The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. Is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Thank golly. All right. Now, finally, people are taking this series, uh, this story seriously. The, what story? The death of, of Molly Tibbetts. Finally, we are taking this Good. story serious enough that it's making its rounds in the news. Good. And finally, people are getting the significance of what happened here. Good. Finally, they're understanding that this is a, a young woman who's dead. This is a family who's lost a daughter, a sister, a cousin. This is somebody who have lost a friend in her death. A young woman that had her entire life ahead of her. And finally, we're finally starting to take it seriously, apparently in the news. There's, um, There's a lot of information that has come out just in the last 24 hours about her killer. And thank God we're finally starting to get to the crux, the center of the problem with Molly Tibbetts' killer. And I share with you now a headline from the ABC News affiliate in Washington, D.C. Okay. WJLA uh, with the headline, Man accused of killing Molly Tibbetts worked at a farm tied to a Republican farmer. Oh, wow. Yeah. uh, You understand what's going on here now, Chris? Yes. The murderer was working for a Republican. Mm, Illegally. Huh? Illegally, right? Well, no, it just says in the headline, he was working for a Republican farmer. Oh, that's it? I mean, I don't know what this illegal thing is. Obviously, you're missing the important part of the story here. Uh, he was working for a Republican farmer. Yeah, that's not that important. What are you talking about? Republicans are hiring murderers that are killing young women in flyover states. You don't understand? No, did you was, see this? I did see did that. Did you see this? I, well, I, a college student. I didn't get that from that story. Okay, let me give you the headline okay. again. Man accused of killing Molly Tibbetts mm-hmm. worked mm-hmm. at farm tied to Republican farmer. Yeah. So he was working for Republican. Well, wait, wait a minute. He worked at a farm, farm. tied right. to a Republican. Yes. I don't know if he worked based on the headline, if he actually worked for a Republican farmer. But the farm was, was a Republican farm. I don't know if it was a Republican <laughs> I don't even know if the Republican owned it. All I know, it was tied to him. Now, I'm going to assume they don't mean literally. No. That no. the farm was, go, 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 go. Yeah. the farm that he was tied on tied it. Tied on it, yeah. That somehow he had a relationship. Okay. Man accused of killing Molly Tibbetts worked at a farm tied to, a Repu- the Republican farmer had a relationship yes. with. Republican, key word there, Chris. Republicans are supporting people who kill young college students. Mm. Okay. Oh. Do you think I'm... Uh, yeah, you're okay. kind of stretching it way Let too... Let me share more of the story to okay. see if maybe it explains it. Okay. The, here's the story in its entirety. From WJLA, the ABC News affiliate, Channel 7, Washington, D.C. The immigrant from Mexico mm-hmm. charged in the kidnapping and murder of an Iowa college student worked at a dairy farm, farm owned by the family... Of a prominent state Republican leader. Okay. So 
It's apparently not his. It's the no. family yes. of a Republican. Okay, there it is. This person trying to start a new life in America, this immigrant from Mexico charged in the kidnapping of a murder uh, and murder of an Iowa college student worked at a dairy farm owned by the family of a prominent Republican leader. So there you go. Okay. I think that explains it. Uh, Yarby Farms said in a statement that Christian Riviera or uh, Rivera Rivera had worked at its farm for the past four years and was an employee in good standing. Mm. There it is, an employee in good standing. I don't know what happened in his life, but something. I'm not even sure if I can believe he really did it. I think it's probably the Republican tied to the, the farm there. The company said it was shocked to hear that Rivera had been charged in the death of 20-year-old Molly Tibbetts. Mm. And it's the whole thing here. Spokesman uh, Dane Lang said Tuesday night that Yarby Farms is a small family farm owned by him and his father, Craig Lang, who has long been a prominent Ohio uh, Iowa farmer and political figure. Here's the rest of the story. Craig Lang previously served as president of the Iowa Farm Bureau and president of the Iowa Board of Regents, which governs the state's public universities. And she was a student college student so you see chris mm. it's this i think it's this republican state leader the you, republicans are to blame here you're getting me in june he lost a close gop primary in the race for a senate agriculture secretary to i don't know oh but obviously that plays into it yeah you know because they're giving this guy's whole backstory yeah. in it and then they wrap up the story by saying rivera was charged tuesday with first degree murder and Tibbet's death Hmm. So um, there it is. It's got to be all about the Republican because it gives his whole backstory. Yeah, it explains. You know, he lost this. He, here, here's his resume: prominent leader, Iowa, Iowa Farm Bureau, Board of Regents. Uh, lost a close primary. Do we know who he dated during high school? Not in this story, but I'm sure. Channel 7 and DC and other media outlets are probably covering that. Yeah, let's, okay. let's dig into this Republican yeah. leader's past. Do we know that he colluded with Russia? I mean, we don't know, but we know. We know. I mean, Chris, come on. He's a How Republican. How about some, you know, campaign financial, you know, breaking the law in that area? They've not proved it yet, but Manafort and Cohen. Manafort so somehow, and Cohen. Okay. I mean, Chris. I just want to make Manafort sure. Manafort and Cohen. Who did they? Who were they closely tied to? The Republicans. The, the president, the president who was the yeah. de facto head of the Republican Party. Yes, now. and this guy is a, rep- a prominent Republican. You don't just sit on the board of regents in you Iowa. Know, you don't just run for agriculture secretary. You don't do that, no, Chris, unless you're prominent. Hmm. So you get the whole crux of it. This I do. immigrant from Mexico mm-hmm. charged mm-hmm. in the murder, but he was in good standing at this farm owned by Republicans. That's the mm. whole gist of the story there. Now, I did a little more digging. Oh, oh okay, good, good, good. Because I was like, man, let's, let's nail these Republicans to the wall for mm-hmm. this crap, right? Mm-hmm. The Republicans who've been soft on immigration, mm-hmm. you know, way softer than the Democrats, right? You know, um, I did some digging, and it turns out they likely missed a few things from the story. Like? Um, Favorite color? He's illegal. Oh, <laughs> He's not just an immigrant. He's not a guy who said, you know what? My future lies in America. Let me go through the proper channels to immigrate there legally and get a green card, establish residency with the hopes of someday joining the workforce. No, joining Americans and becoming an American, Mm -hmm. doing things the right way. He didn't do that. He uh, snuck into the country illegally. 
Yeah. And then uh, murdered her. So it's, you'd think they'd you know, want to include that in the story. Seems to be lost a little bit there. Huh. It is. It, it, hmm. Once and again, then, uh, once again we, we try to shift the blame to someone else other than the actual person that did the thing. Channel 7, you have taken this to a, a major, another major step forward in the failure of reporting. Yeah. Monday after the weekend, we showed you how people completely ignored the fact that the guy who Ice picked up when he was on his way to the hospital with his wife for her to give birth was not only illegal, and she was illegal with five anchor babies, but he was wanted for murder. And they did not detain her even though she was illegal. Yeah. They didn't even go, okay, have the baby and then we're going to round you up. No, none of that. They completely missed it. But the guy murdered, murdered a woman, murdered somebody. Remember, they're the ones standing up for women too. Oh, yeah. He murdered this woman and is illegal. They exclude the entire part of it. I mean, wouldn't you at least put that in there just because that's the political debate right now, that it is obviously of interest to people? Even if you think it's not germane to the story because, Doc, his immigration status has nothing to do. Fine. It's germane because so many people care about this issue right now. It's a hot issue. As a news source, you would understand that. But then the entire crux of the article is he was tied to a Republican farmer. What the F does Democrat or Republican have to do with this? If anything, you would put Republican because, ah, proof that this is an issue. But they mean because, ah, the Republican didn't do his due diligence. Well, as it turns out, they did. They tried to make this about the Republican hiring an illegal without ever mentioning the guy's illegal. Do you realize that's what they did? There are multiple stories going, okay, the the son who owns the farm with his dad, yeah. who's the prominent Republican, the son had claimed he was in good standing. They're like, ah, he was illegal, but he worked for you guys. He said, no, he's in good standing with us. And they said, well, did you check? And he said he used E-Verify. He checked. He went back and said, nope, you never used E-Verify. Aha, lying. So they were trying to catch him in this big lie. As it turns out, he said, no, I didn't go through E-Verify. He said um, he called Social Security and uh, the guy produced an Iowa State ID and a Social Security card, which as it turns out were fraudulent. They were not his. He used a different name. The guy, uh, the son, called the Social Security office to make sure it was valid and whatever else. But they're trying to catch him. Yeah. Do you realize that even if you nail them for this, this doesn't help your case. This hurts your pro-immigration, open borders, let's protect illegals over American citizens case. It actually hurts that. But amazing. Amazing that... The immigrant from Mexico, the killer of Molly Tibbetts, tied to a Republican. That made headlines all day yesterday. Right. Um, Guys, woman dead. Who's responsible? Illegal. Do you realize if he was not here, he would not be here to kill her? Done. True. So true. This, I think the guy's not even going to get punished for it. Oh, I think it will. Oh, Kate Steinle. Guy walked. Yeah, but this is a different area. This is Iowa. This is not California. That is true. However, did you hear what the uh, attorney said? No, I did not hear attorney what the attorney said. The attorney already started it. 
about racism given trump's comments on immigration and rapists and murderers the murderer that i have who's also illegal for mexico dot 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 (laughs) which is ironic because you're actually making trump's point but they already cited trump in this stuff already cited him the judge he asked the judge for a um, a gag order uh filed a motion for a complete gag order that it would be radio silence from them so the media wouldn't be involved the judge fortunately rejected it he then filed a motion for a private hearing saying it's become too politicized that was rejected he will not stop and even if this and why would he and knowing it's divided it's a hot issue play that game he's got nothing else right play the racism card play all of that stuff even if convicted all he'll have to do is use this as a basis for appeal And then what they'll do is, if convicted, they will get an appeal based on this because Trump, and they will say, it's obviously too politicized to have in Iowa. Let's go ahead and move it. Got to change the venue of the trial. Now, if they just simply say, we're going to have it over in Des Moines, everything shifts. Des Moines, pretty progressive. So that's the uh, that's the little angle here. I'm not even convinced he will be punished in this thing when it's all said and done. Hmm. Again, Kate Steinle, I know it was California, but the guy murdered her. Nothing happened. And they defended him. The city, even though he murdered her, the city came out and still sanctuary city defended. Do we know if Iowa was a sanctuary city where he was? Uh, I don't know if it's where he was. Uh, okay. And I don't know if the state is even. I has been fairly progressive. Remember, they were one of the uh, first states to even have gay marriage. Hmm. They hmm. Uh, pushed that when the other states were. So, Now, we do have some other interesting information on this. Oh, we do? Yes. Some other people have gotten to the center of what's really going on here. Some others have figured this thing out. Yeah, the illegal. He was <clears throat> here illegally. Oh, no. There's No, Chris, you're missing so many angles to this. So first of all, we understand from many media outlets... Republicans are at the center of this. They're to blame. Yes. But there's a couple of other areas that I don't think people have figured out that uh, that really goes to the center of it. And also, who's to blame? The illegal. Wow. You're just, you're not getting, you know, let me, let me get a break in here. Okay. And then we'll come back. But along the way, please tweet at the program, at Doc Thompson Show, at Real Chris Cruz, and uh, share your thoughts. Because I wonder if anybody's thought anything and made any realizations about the Republican jet. I bet they probably had. Uh, while we're getting some tweets in there, while Chris is uh, skimming through them, remember to go to usewaxrx.com today. Usewaxrx.com for the WaxRx system. So you'll have it on hand, the WaxRx system, to be able to clean your ears out or your family's ears out whenever you need to. You don't have to worry about even ordering. I mean, yeah, they'll ship it out in a couple of days or so. But this way, it's already on hand. Because you might be driving down the road going, Doc, my, eye, my ears, <laughs> clean as a whistle. Everything's fantastic, but will they be that clean tomorrow? And what about the next day? And you don't want to go, ah, I need to get that earwax out. And I just, and now I get, you'll have it on hand. Use waxrx.com. It's a three-step system designed by doctors. So you don't have to shove something in your ear. It's uh, eardrops to soften the earwax, especially designed pump to flush it all out. You got to get all that stuff out. And then a pH balance rinse so your ears are left feeling soft and supple. This way, it'll be on hand. You'll be able to use it when you're ready. It's usewaxrx.com. The website, usewaxrx.com. Don't forget the promo code radio to have it shipped to your door for free. Good morning, Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. 
What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right. We'll get some of your tweets coming up, but first I want to get more to the center of what's going on with Molly Tibbetts' killer. Please. I want to know. Like, please get to it. Okay. um, Elizabeth Warren has some thoughts. Okay. And this isn't so much who's responsible But I think, Chris, it does boil down what's important in this case. Because when I say Molly Tibbetts was murdered by an illegal, what's what's the what's the most important thing in this case? The most important murder. What's that? Murder. The the dead girl. Yes. Okay. What would you put second then? Uh, Illegal. Wow. See, this is this is the problem right here. We do this show all the time, and you're you're obviously not paying attention to what's no. I am paying attention. So you think. A girl, an American girl yeah. killed by an illegal. Yes. Her death, a yes. dead girl, is the most important thing here. Yes. And the second is the fact that he was illegal and it could yes. have been prevented. Let's hear it from, uh, from Elizabeth Warren. She'll, she'll tell you what's important. I want to get one last question sure. in here because it is a story, a very important story in the news. It has to do with Molly Tibbetts, the young woman in Iowa who was murdered. Her body believed to be found yesterday. A person has been charged with it. This person is an undocumented immigrant. Um, Mike Pence and the president have suggested the immigration laws need to be stronger so that people like this man who was accused of this murder were not in the country. Your reaction? You know, my, I'm so sorry for the family here, and I know this is hard, not only for the family, but for the people in her community, yes. the people throughout Iowa. Um, but one of the things we have to remember is we need an immigration system that is effective, that focuses on where real problems are. Um, Last month, I went down to the border. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, <sighs> what? I know this is difficult, but back, Once again. back that up. Uh, you don't have to ask the like, get the whole thing in there, Kirk. Just after the question is asked from the beginning where she explains it. I know this is hard for her and her community, but what's but. really focus, or important here is to focus on our broken immigration system and not the fact that he got in the country, but the fact that the president is ripping babies out of arms of, is that what we're, okay, let me hear her again. My, I'm so sorry for the family here, and I know this is hard, not only for the family, but for the people in her community, the people throughout Iowa. Um, but one of the things we have to remember is we need an immigration system that is effective, that focuses on where real problems are. Um, you mean like last people m- illegally coming in? Is that what she little more month I went down to the border and I saw where children had been taken away from their mothers I met with those mothers who all had right been- there you go Chris you got it now you understand I mean she feels so bad but what it, it's important to remember the you know to prioritize her death and family members pst, what's really important here is the broken immigration system not that people can come in but families are being separated that's yeah. the important thing kids are still being ripped out of hands see is molly tibbetts dead yes 
Okay, so she doesn't have anything left to worry about. She's dead, right? Yes. Okay, got it. And her family, they don't have anything to worry about. She's gone. What, you mean mourning that she's not in their lives anymore? Yeah. No, Chris, they've gotten closure because it's over. I mean, yes, it's initially like, wow, we miss Molly. Great. But we could start moving forward now. But the immigrants down there that are being separated, they live it every day. The non-Americans. The non-Americans, yes. The pe- that Trump is ripping. See, they can get no closure. They're suffering every day. Molly Tibbetts' family, they can move on. They're no longer suffering. See here, there's a different suffrage. Uh, huh. They lost a daughter that they will never see yeah. get married. They will never have grandchildren from that daughter. Right, right. Um, it's not... It's, they can come to terms with it. No, no. What? They go like, no. wow, this is horrible. She's never going to be around and to see her grow and family and whatever. But all right, we can move on now. No, no. Wait a minute. I always hear this. I always hear people say this. They're like, you know, the unknown, she, he or she, the kid, I, they're missing. And I just never got that closure because I never knew what happened. Were they murdered? Are they, are they abducted? What's... They're just missing. And they say, now I got closure. Even when they find the body, 20 years later, they're like, now I can move on. I think the family can just move on now, right? No. But those families on the border that are here illegally, they suffer every day at the hands of Republicans. See, here's the thing, one again, once again, like yesterday, priorities, man. America comes first. Everybody comes second. Wow, that's just heartless. That's heartless. All right, you're going you're gonna to still make this about immigration, huh? Yes, illegal do? immigration. Yes. All right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna clean this up for you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you really understand because uh, somebody else has chimed in and given us something else to think about here. Oh, yeah. Okay. The so former far. presidential spokesperson for Bernie Sanders. She you has she has some what? Thank you. I was. You were waiting. I was waiting for reasonable people for, to jump in. For yes. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that coming up. But first, I, I got to take a moment and remind you about Brickhouse Nutrition's uh, Field of Greens. Go to BrickhouseDoc.com. BrickhouseDoc.com. Get your Field of Greens today. I realized something yesterday, again, is a revelation yet again, Chris Cruz, that vegetables are not as good as pizza. Uh, They're just not. Yeah. Okay. Like, I could have just not. told you that. I know, but a I was reminded yesterday. How were you reminded yesterday? So last night I had to get something to eat, okay? And you got pizza? I got a slice. Oh, okay, good. Okay, so I was like this. I was like, I really need something to eat. And I really didn't feel like cooking last night. It had been a long day. And I had some vegetables and stuff. And I was, I was going to have, was, you know what? I'm going to go over. There's a Whole Foods right next door. There is, yeah. And I figured they have that like hot and cold like mm-hmm. salad bar type thing. I'm like, I'm just going to get some of the vegetables. So I go in and I was like, I'm just going to get some stuff here and vegetables. Really need to get vegetables. Loaded up, got some vegetables, and then I was like, I'm going to get a slice of pizza. So I got a slice of pizza and a big thing of vegetables. Mm. And I was eating the vegetables, and I was like, okay, you know, it's all right. And then I had a bite of the pizza, and I was like, what the hell? The vegetables were okay. I mean, Whole Foods did a good job on them. They were tasty. And I was like, Brussels sprouts and broccoli and green beans. It was all greens. I had a bunch of different ones. And I even had some purple cauliflower. Ooh. And I was like, this is, this is tasty. Okay, the pizza. What, you know. And I had a bite of the pizza. And I was like, I have the rest of the vegetables to. So then I was like, do I eat the? It just, come on. So 
if you're like me and you realize you need to have vegetables in your diet, but vegetables are not as good as pizza, try Field of Greens. You just mix the scoop of, uh, of basically dried or, or powdered vegetables in liquid, drink it down, and you get your full serving of fruits and vegetables because, you know, there's one little category on the food pyramid there. Uh, and, and you're going to be able to get that stuff. It's not just an extract. You're getting that stuff in your diet that you need. And then you can just eat the pizza. You see, Yummy. that could be the plan in your life. Yes. Eat the stuff you like and enjoy it and savor it or whatever. And then just chug down the vegetables and you're done. And oh, it's over. Man. It's convenient. You'll be so happy you started using it. It's Field of Greens at BrickHouseDoc.com. Again, BrickHouseDoc.com. Look for Field of Greens. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, Chris. All right, I got to hear the guy say our name and stuff. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, 888-900-3393. You'll understand my impatience because we have a quote now, a a tweet from the former spokesperson for Bernie Sanders for his presidential campaign. All right. She, uh, her name is uh, Simone Sanders. And I know you're like, yes, what does Simone Sanders have to say about this whole Molly Tibbetts thing? I've been holding my breath for her. Again, what do you think the priority is in Molly Tibbetts? American dead. Okay, American dead. Dead girl. Illegal. Illegal. Uh, and uh, Elizabeth Warren told us, no, you're missing no. this thing. Moms with it's, separated it's the, kids. The families being separated, yeah. which really isn't happening the way she described no. it. But okay. Thank God. Simone Sanders now has stepped up and said she knows what's really going on. She's going to clean it up for me. She is. Okay. It was was several tweets in a row. Oh, so she did a thread. She was a thread, which normally is a fail. Yes. But I think when you realize the powerful nature of her tweeting. Oh, so it was. She has, she's realized something that the rest of us have overlooked. Good. That trumps the dead girl. Okay. I'm a little hesitant, but I'll, I'll listen. She tweeted out, Molly Tibbetts was murdered because, what do you think? Because. Of an illegal, no. Because she told a man to leave her alone while she was jogging. Her murderer happens to be undocumented. This isn't about border security. This is about toxic masculinity. Molly Tibbetts lost her life because a man couldn't take her saying no. Full stop. There it is, Chris. Toxic masculinity. Oh, my. And this proves that masculinity is toxic. Was it toxic to Molly Tibbetts? Yes. While you're focusing on the fact that he's illegal and saying things like, hey, had he not been in the country illegally, she would not be dead. But I say, like Simone Sanders, if he had not been a man, she would not be dead. Would she be dead if he was not a man? I could okay. I'll play this. No, she would not. There be it dead. is. I'll Toxic masculinity. If men did not exist, Chris, if if men did not exist, okay, would she be alive or would she still be dead? Uh no. But she would not be alive either. 
because you what need a mean? man to create life. What are, what are you saying? You need a, a male. No, we get rid of men because then she'd be alive. No. Toxic masculinity wouldn't exist except for the lesbians. But toxic masculinity wouldn't exist. Yeah, but you still need the man to create life. What? what do you need a to man for? To create life. They don't need a man for anything. Oh. Women need men like fish need bicycles. We know that. <clears throat> need men. That's just more your toxic masculinity out there killing Iowa students. Is that what you're planning on doing today? No. Heading out and gunning them no. down? Check Chris's status. Oh, I'm here legally. No, I mean that you're a man. Oh. Make sure you're a man. I Because you're exuding toxic, toxic masculinity. Uh, uh, you, do, do you need more of an explanation? I can't believe you're not getting this. I need at least another tweet. Okay, her, her second tweet. Yes. Her murderer actually might not even be undocumented. No, that's been proven He's he might not be it's possible she went on to say regardless it is problematic for people to characterize an entire community based off the actions of one person oh no what no what? she cannot do that what Doc. are you talking about she just blamed every single male in the united states because no. a male no killed- she did not she blamed toxic masculinity well which Obviously, every male has in her vision, I mean, in her eyes, every male has toxic masculinity. Oh, so all you have to do is girl it up there a little bit. You cannot do it. You, little in the same tweet, you cannot say, uh, you cannot blame the entire Mexican population for a murder, but let's blame every single man because of their toxic masculinity. You let can't me, do that. Let me, let me, see. I, I don't know what you're missing here. Let me start from that second tweet. The okay. beginning says, her murder actually might not even be undocumented. Regardless, it is problematic for people to characterize an entire community based off the actions of one person. And she finishes that tweet by saying, the majority of mass shootings in America carried out by white men. So are you going to round them all up? What? There it is. We're going to round up all white men, Chris. All, most mass shootings carried out by white men. There it is. Again. So you're characterizing an entire community of, of brown people and yeah. saying that they are responsible for killing her. He's just one person. I'll give him that. But that mm-hmm. one person murdered someone. She, she further explained it in tweet number three when she says that logic is asinine. I think she means the logic she was talking about. Like oh, you, people, okay. you. Yeah. I know yeah. it's a little confusing. She says it's asinine, archaic, and flawed. She said, I'd love if we could have a real conversation about how women's lives are literally in danger because some men do not know how to check their egos. Yes, you know what? You're right. Now, some people would argue that um, maybe some men's lives are in danger because... Some women don't know how to check yes. their egos. I mean, Asia, Asia Argento, yes. you know, and something like that. But, you know, she also finished that uh, tweet by saying, asking a question, how many more women have to die before we can address this? She wants a real conversation. Chris. You know That's what? all she's asking for. Okay. Yes. I will give you the conversation. We'll start mm-hmm. with the conversation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after you tell me that the reason why that young lady is dead is because a male Mm-hmm. Illegal uh-huh. Mexican right. killed her. 
Then we could have the the rest of the conversation. And it's comments like that right there why she needed her fourth tweet. Okay. Lest we continue to defile, she started with lest. Lest we continue to defile the life of Molly Tibbetts with racist garbage some folks think is politically expedient that does nothing to address the root cause of the issue. Just stop. You're making this political for political expediency, Chris. That's what you're doing here. Uh, I mean, you're continuing to defile the life of hashtag Molly Tibbetts with racist garbage. You're defiling her life with racist garbage. I mean, I would say you're defiling it a little bit less than this illegal. I mean, just a little bit, but it's very close. You know what? No, I say it's the same. Is it? Because you're spewing the same toxic masculinity. Oh, I am. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Now you understand. No, I... So Republicans, number one. Yes. Um... Immigrants, illegal immigrants down on the border being separated by Trump mm-hmm. and toxic masculinity. That's really what you have to focus on today. Do not focus on Molly Tibbetts because if you are, you're missing you're so much. You're missing so many important things here. Unbelievable. Um, I'm just looking. I'm sure it's out there. I just haven't stumbled on it yet. Let me see. I'll keep looking for it, but I know it's out there. What? The real problem. That they've missed. Yeah, that he's illegal. <clears throat> no, even Elizabeth Warren and uh, little Sanders, Simone Sanders and everybody else, they've missed the real problem. Who's really to blame in her death? Okay. Climate change. Was it a hot day? Uh, it's been a really hot summer and it's the hottest summer on in the history of the world. Our records go back about 130 years, but... In the history of the world, Chris, this is the hottest it's ever been in Iowa. Hmm. The hottest. I mean, even when the earth was forming, mm-hmm. it was still molten, mm-hmm. hotter now. Wow. Hotter now. And I'm sure he was like, just out for a walk, minding my own business. I mean, aside from my toxic masculinity here out on the trail, well, there's a jogger. Damn, it's hot. I'm going to kill her. I think that's what it was. You just it starts prickly so, and prickly, hot yeah. and sweaty and just clothes sticking to you. I just need to murder somebody. I'm sure climate change had something to do with it. You don't think so? I don't think so. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's possible that cultural appropriation had something to do with it? Hmm. Has she ever we don't eaten Mexican? Mexican food. I don't know, but I could tell you this. She probably that has would some be a queso. trigger. She probably has some queso. I, I'm thinking, well, she's a white girl, right? Yeah. Queso's white, but I'm thinking she probably has. Yeah. What probably happened is he had seen her at some point going through Taco Bell mm. and went, I'm from Mexico and I have these great hardships in my life. Damn her for her cultural appropriation. Let's kill her. Wow. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know for sure, but it probably has something to do with it. Do you think that's a possibility? No. No, Doc. I'm sorry. No. No. I'm not giving you that one either. You don't? No. Let me ask you this. Okay. He was raised in Mexico. Yes. Came here illegally. Yes. Have you looked in to see uh, what school he attended? No, I haven't. What elementary school? 
No. There it is. So the school system failed them? Well, I mean, have they actually gotten to the point where they're... What what type of classes did he take? Oh, I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I'm just wondering how they're teaching him. Because if we find out that they're teaching him the old ways, and they're not teaching him in the modern ways, how do we teach kids in school now? When it comes to math, what is our oh, plan, yeah. Ben? Yeah. How do we teach them, Chris? It's very difficult math. Is uh, Common Core math. Common Core. Yeah. Did they actually teach him with Common Core? Did they teach him the old ways? I think it was the old ways. I don't want to put... Had they taught him with Common Core, boom, you'd be all set. You'd be all set. He's struggling to figure out these math problems, right? He's struggling to figure this stuff out. Boom, there you go. No, no. Sorry. You You almost had me there. But no, no. All right, I'm just spitballing here. I haven't looked into his path, but I'm ho- past. But I'm hoping today, um, you know, some people step up and say, "Yeah, I knew him back in the day, and we did not learn via Common Core. Hmm. We didn't learn that way." So, all right, do we got any tweets? I mean, anybody else suggesting any possibilities here? Uh, yeah, we got Kool Aid Drinker <laughs> saying, "What I'm hearing this morning is Republicans support immigrants yes. and give them jobs, mm-hmm. while Democrats do nothing to help immigrants." Um, yeah, you get a little bit of—I mean, illegals, sure, illegal, and yes. n- not just illegals, but ones that have been tainted with toxic masculinity. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocky with an eye saying, mm-hmm. "Shorter ABC News headline out of Washington D.C." Republicans hate women so much that they killed a young college student by is. hiring an illegal immigrant mm-hmm. who worked for them. He's a fall guy. Hashtag nailed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have we ever checked to see if this illegal has, I'm sorry, this immigrant, has he ever been to Russia? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we don't know. Okay. We don't know. Has he ever met Jared Kushner? We don't know. Okay. I'm just, we do just not asking the know. question. Uh, I mean, his, it's a question that needed to be asked. Yes, okay. yes. His almighty, uh, his almighty Jack Holiness saying, the only way Chris mm-hmm. could girdle up a little is just to go ahead with the operation. He's already right there on the edge. Right, you're right there on the edge. Just go ahead and finish, finish it up then. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. you said toxic masculinity, right? Toxic masculinity. Tim B. Trucker, mm-hmm. I think he got it. Mm-hmm. He says, holy crap. I figured it out. What's that? I'm suffering from toxic democratuality. Democrat. It's like Democrat. that over here. I can't see what that is. <laughs> the hell are you it's talking like, about? It's like Democrat with masculinity combined together. Oh, Democrasculinity. Yeah. Is that it? Democrasculinity? Yeah. He's a... Is, it, is that a new one? Can, can, we, can we put oh, that one in new. there? Oh, it's not new. It's not new. It might be a new phrase, but it's been around for a long time. A long time. So can we put that one in the, in uh, the Yeah, absolutely file? you can. You could also just call it uh, like Pelosiitis, something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Larky Farkin saying, if Molly Tibbetts' killer was a frog, she will still be around too. This morons debate, what ifs, is getting tiresome. Tiresome? Yeah, that's one thing. This uh, a lot of on. what ifs. What are you talking? Yeah, a lot of what ifs, but we're asking the what ifs to get to the center of. But we Please, know. No, no. Remember what's important here. We have to ask the what ifs because if we don't ask the what ifs about Molly Tibbetts' murder, if we don't, then we're not going to bring into focus those kids down on the border. 
<clears throat> but see, here's the thing. Usually the what is are, f- we leave those for when we don't know. We know what happened. The, uh, we do not know what happened. The guy confessed and led them to the body. We know some of what happened. He did because he was, you know, exposed to that toxic masculinity. No, he came with. Is there any cure for that? Yeah, you freaking snip it off. I don't know. I mean, once you're tainted, is it, is it automatically in you there? You, it's like a virus that just keeps coming back. It's like yeah, you, just, you just go into like become a feminist. I don't think that helps. Really? I, I don't. I don't know. I've not seen. I mean, do you know anybody who has suffered from toxic toxic masculinity that that has been changed? That is, I'm sorry, cured. No, I do not know. I okay. cannot say I know. Okay. Hmm. I'm just curious. Maybe it is. If, I, if I'm if i wrong here, let me know. All right. It's at Doc Tops the show at Real Chris Cruz. Please get the tweets in. And uh, while you're tweeting at us, remember, earthwater. Uh, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com is the website you need to go to to sign up to get your ID. You got to get your unique ID to become an affiliate. Yeah. You want to be an affiliate, they give you your unique ID. So that's the thing you share with other people. You're like, hey, Earthwater, isn't this Earthwater awesome? We're working out. It's got the trace minerals. You see it. They're like, I love it. You're like, great. I can get you a discount. Here it is. Just use my so ID. Good. Yeah. All you have to- it's simple. Oh, yeah. All you have to do is say, listen, I'm an affiliate. I'm not going to hitch up in it. Just here's the, here's the ID. Just plug this in and you'll get a discount. And I heard. That's it. You're not, you don't have to sell anything else. No. You know, sometimes you're like, oh, it's great, whatever. No. See this? It's awesome, right? Got yeah. it. Good. Okay. I can get you a discount. Done. Because I'm, I'm an affiliate. I, it's just, here, just use this, kill, this code. Okay, Done. great. Now, you're helping them with the discount. If you buy, you're giving yourself a discount. And you get a 40% weekly commission. Weekly. So you don't weekly. have to wait. Like, you don't first even have to 15, wait the 30 monthly. Days. Weekly commission paid you 40%. Huge commission markup right there. Just go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. You don't have to do the fulfillment. You don't have to go to people's houses and drop the stuff off. You don't have to buy a certain amount every month or you get penalized. You don't have to buy a kit. You don't have to go to training. None of that. Sign up. Here's your code. Give that to other people. Boom. 40% off of everything they order. It's Done. that simple. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Scruffy Nerf Herder say masculine and Democrats should never appear in the same sentence. What are you talking about? I mean, think when you Chuck Schumer, boom, masculine, right? I mean, that's that's a masculine dude there. How right? When you think masculine, doesn't boom, Chuck Schumer come to mind right there? No. 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 <laughs> Not even President Obama comes to my head. Obama. Remember the, the, the workout? the football and the workout. And the workout. Right. How masculine is that? Okay. If that's masculine, like Dick damn. Durbin. <clears throat> no. Wow, that's a no. tough. No. 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 Mm. Not even Bernie Sanders. Bernie's the right. No. I'll come up with somebody. Let me get Are you sure? Here. Yeah, I will. Don't okay. worry. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. Vision of common sense and comedy. 
This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. 37-year-old Miguel Luna had his day in court. He admitted to raping three women in Illinois. Oh, wow. Prosecutor showed a videotape confession in which he admitted to wearing surgical gloves, concealing his face and using a shirt even to wipe blood off of a victim's arm to remove DNA and fingerprints after one of the attacks. At least three women he raped and maybe even more. Luna is an illegal. The judge said when, uh, when they were sentencing him, you shouldn't have been in this country. The system let the victims down in this case. You were free to do these acts, whether um, through misguided political correctness or people who do not believe in laws or borders. One thing I can do with this sentence is show that the laws we believe in here, maybe this won't happen again. Maybe that's a little bit of closure. He said, you were here free to do these acts because people didn't kick you out of the country, essentially. He said, whether through misguided political correctness or people who do not believe in our laws or borders, you were able to do this. The judge gave him a maximum, I'm sorry, a maximum of 80 years. He will serve a minimum of 68 years and register as a sex offender. He is 37. That's interesting to hear the judge say that. I'm I'm happy with what the judge said. The judge was serious. And he's right. It doesn't, the bottom line is, this should not have happened no. if you were not here illegal. And it doesn't matter if it's misguided no. political correctness yep. or you don't believe in the laws because yep. the left is say, well, we need to change the law. It doesn't matter. It's no. the law and this is what's happened. Mm-hmm. So good for the judge. Um, there's a little bit more to the case. Oh. He wasn't just here illegally. Okay. Um, he actually came back in the country. So he got deported and came back? Yes. And... Um, he actually had another deportation order in 2012. Huh. A deportation order in 2012, three years before he raped the first woman we know. Wow. <clears throat> there was a fugitive warrant issued for his arrest by ICE in 2012. We the people had a chance to prevent this. Yes. And we did not. I'm trying. A lot of other people believe we should be doing this. We're working towards it, but... Ultimately, we the people let down three more of our fellow citizens by by allowing this bad person to be here to the point that there was an ICE warrant, fugitive warrant issued for his arrest in 2012. Who was president in 2012? Uh, Was that uh, uh, President Obama? Yes. He had a different policy. Yes, he did. And that's what's important. They prioritized illegals. I mean, what are we deporting all illegals for if some of them are good people? Let's go after the worst people first. And that seems logical. It, It does, yes. But this shows you the flaw. Because you don't know who's going to commit. Let me give you another example. That's just one case that's out there just in the last couple days. Here's another one. A man accused of fatally stabbing his ex-girlfriend in Minnesota re-entered the U.S. illegally after being deported in 2012. Okay. They deported him. Mm -hmm. He was charged Monday with second-degree murder. He was deported to Mexico in December of 2012 for being illegal and because he racked up a criminal record that included three drunk driving convictions. Ah. Convictions. Wow. And a domestic assault. Oh, so what was he even in here? So Right. So they deported him once. Yes. Okay. He came back into the country illegally. Now you're going to prioritize him 
as a, a real problem. Yes. Because he came back and he's got these other things. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Why wasn't he deported? Thank you. And even if you had deported, he's already come back in. In other words, bad people are more likely to do bad things. Yes, Doc. Yes. He was already deported and he came back in. So if you prioritize the bad people, are they the ones going, ah, they got me? They're likely coming back in. Another flaw in Obama's deportation policy. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I want to touch on something that uh, I think has come up in the last couple of months or so, probably within the last few weeks, um, and draw another parallel. In Boston, the city council is likely going to give foreign nationals, immigrants, non-Americans, the right to vote. In San Francisco, non-citizens gained the right to vote just a couple of weeks ago in school board elections. Tacoma Park, Maryland, and 10 other Maryland cities allow non-citizens, including illegals, to vote in all local elections, not just school board. Oh, wow. Chicago also allows non-citizens voting in school elections. So, all across the country, liberal enclaves are considering it. This is a big push. This has happened in the past, but right now, because of Trump, huge push to give non-citizens, in many cases, illegals, the right to vote. That's pretty frustrating. Uh, A law passed in 1996 made it a felony, federal law, a felony for non-citizens to vote in presidential or congressional elections. So federal elections, basically. But it didn't address local elections. It left that up to the states and cities. Why would you ever want to give a non-citizen the power to vote? What is the purpose of that? Yeah, I don't get that. That is one of the, that's the only thing left that distinguishes you from the other people that are here. We have guest worker programs. It's not like everybody in America is a citizen. It's not the case. It's not like we've secured our borders and said everyone here is a citizen or a tourist even. No, because there's some people that are working with the right to work. They're, they're on visas where they get to work. Well, why would you ever want to give up that last little bit of power? What happens then is non-citizens get to shape your country. They get to, to shape your country from that level, even if it's at the low level. You get non-citizens voting on school board that then makes decisions about who to hire and what curriculum to teach, which influences your children, who grow up then vote a certain way. It's brainwashing the children with a certain ideology if they choose to do that because they have the power to vote. Why would you ever want that? But there's another little angle to this. Not all illegals are Hispanic. Not all non-citizens are Hispanic. True. True. 
They are from all over. Yes. Some of them are from Russia. So you're worried about Russian interference in our elections, but not Russians interfering in our elections. You're worried about Putin and Russia and collusion and them dabbling in our elections to influence them, but you're okay with Russians, non-citizens, coming coming to America and voting. You're actually working to give them the power to influence our elections. Do you realize how ridiculous that is? You have lost all credibility to claim foul when it comes to Russian interference in our elections. The left is is fine with Russian interference in our election. They're fine with it as long as you actually come here and vote. If you want to do it effectively and efficiently from Russia with bots or with hacking or something else, no, you can't do that. If you want to go ahead and have somebody make up a dossier that says the president uh, likes to be peed on or something, you can do all of that to interfere with our elections. Absolutely. If you want to do a deal with the secretary of state gets to sell uranium and uh, you pile money into their account. Okay, great. You can do that. But, uh, or, uh, but yeah, but you can't, co- but you got to come here and vote. Yes. That's, yes, that's okay. Does that seem ridiculous? Is I just don't get it. it. It's like they're speaking out of both sides of the mouth. It's like we want this, but it's okay if you do this. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense at all. And this is what, and I don't know if it's me, but it kind of like makes me like it really bothers me. Is it's like how can you really say? We wanna. We don't want no collusion, no nothing like that. But let's just keep the border open. Or you know, we don't want you know people to die here in America. But let's just keep the border open. Right, and and that goes the border security. What you're talking about goes at the heart of of the stuff they're complaining about Trump and Manafort and collusion and I, all this stuff. Yes. So you want to make sure we're secure in this area, but not this whole big gaping area. Think about this. You're worried about Russian involvement. Now, all of a sudden, a couple of years now, ago, it yes. was like, uh, 1980s called. They want the Ford policy back. Oh. But now you're worried about it. Okay, at least you've seen the light. Great. You're not worried about that huge border to the south Mm-mm. or north. None of that. You're not worried about um, them stealing our tech secrets, terrorists, colluding with other bad people to bring us down. You're not worried about them coming to America. You're not worried about them coming here and voting legally in our elections. You're not worried about any of that. It's just Trump. They're not, they're not worried about Russian meddling in our elections. They are not worried about that at all. They are worried about Mech- uh, Russians meddling in our elections and getting Republicans elected. Yes. Yes. You Do you think they would be so concerned? If, if they got to the bottom of it today, uh, if Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and everybody else, they go into this darkened room, the CIA, FBI, all of our foreign, uh, all of our intelligence communities, they sit down and they go, okay, here's, there it is. We have definitively, 100%, gotten to the bottom of what's going on with Russia. As it turns out, there's no colluding with uh, Trump. The, the guy's an idiot. He didn't know anything. Their plan was to get Hillary elected all along. Hmm. Okay. And moving forward, they're, you know, look at this. They're working on this blue wave right now. Could probably do really well in the midterms. Do you think they're going to care about that? Nope. Do you think they would said, take Russia down? No. 
They're going to say they're going to find some excuse. Yep. They may even still claim yes. Trump collusion. Yes. And listen, the Republicans would do the same thing. Of it's not course. just Democrats. No. They would no. absolutely do the same thing. Yep. They're not concerned about it. This is the reason the two sides of the political aisle are not standing together saying, knock it off, go after Russia. The Democrats could be doing that, Chris. <clears throat> yes. They could say, listen, Republicans. We believe Trump colluded, and we're, we want the investigation. But you know what? You're right. There are some unanswered questions about Hillary. You're absolutely right. They could do that for political reasons. She's not a player anymore. She's done. So you don't have to worry about pissing her off. And by the way, some of them within the party hate her because she was the entitled yes. Democrat. So you could even throw her in there even if you didn't want to. Why would you not, if you truly cared about Russian collusion and America being a vulnerable, say... Let's investigate everybody. And the Republicans could do the same thing. Listen, we understand you have questions. And you're right. There are some unanswered questions. Can you at least admit the whole Uranium One and Hillary and the reset button and all of that stuff pretty sketchy? Can you do that? It's not about getting Hillary. It's not about getting Obama. It's not about that. Can we at least get to the bottom of what Russia has been able to do to us? Chris, they could agree not to take down those big leaders in either party. They could say, listen, all right, you know, Obama's our savior. He's our, he's our poster boy for decades to come. He's the guy. He's the Ronald Reagan for the Democrat Party moving forward literally for, for the next 30 years. So you cannot touch his legacy with this whole thing. Hillary, yeah, okay, not as much. But can we just lay off of them? Because she was tied to him, Secretary yeah. of State. And the Republicans, hey, don't touch Trump. He's our guy right now. He's in their power or whatever. It's not about that. If they truly cared about protecting America, they would do that. Yes. Even if they wanted to still beat each other up in the media and the news or whatever, fine. But listen, if we find out Obama, a million will just, but let's stop this move. They don't care about that. That's not what this is about. Why have they not secured the border? Why do they not care about those things? How many different things, how many bits of uh, terrorism, how many um, scandals in the Obama administration that tie to some of this stuff that we still just have Democrats just sweep it under the rug, sweep it under the rug. They claim they want to protect schools. They are not protecting schools. How many schools have they said, we now have bulletproof glass and metal detectors? Last time I checked, none of them. There it is. I mean, maybe there's one or two somewhere in America that have taken these steps, but No, in mass, we've not done that. They have not even been willing to do that as a payoff to bulletproof glass manufacturers and metal detector manufacturers. They have not even been willing to do that, Chris. Wouldn't that at least be a payoff? Why? Because if Democrats actually step up and have bulletproof glass put in schools, they will get uh, lose some of the narrative of guns. They don't want that. Same thing. They could secure the border today. They could take those steps to secure the border. Although not 100%, they could take the steps that would really secure the border. They could then, number two, reform immigration Mm -hmm. system. And then talk about the illegals. Why not? Because they know if they do the first two, they won't get that power as part of comprehensive immigration reform to get amnesty for the illegals. They know they got to bury that as part of it. That's the poison pill. They have to bury within all this other stuff that everybody wants. Democrats, Republicans, both as groups 
are today not doing what they should because it benefits them. We've been drawn down the list. Balanced budget. Why is the budget not balanced? Hmm. Republicans have had been in control of the House, the Senate, and the White House for two years. Where's the balanced budget? Where is it? Where's the audit to Fed? Where's the repeal of Obamacare? Go down the list. Even the things they believe in. Forget having to work with the Democrats. Why haven't they done it? Yeah. Because those things are just marketing ploys to get me and you all ginned up and we start taking out our checkbooks and donating to the party to give them power. How asinine that we continue to play this game. Right. It's time we start calling them all out. A woman is dead today in Iowa. Yes. Because the guy was here illegally. Yes. He should have been deported. He should have. First of all, he should have never come here. No. Had we secured the border, likely he would not have. Number two, he should have been deported. Why wasn't he? I mentioned the other women that were raped and murdered. Why not? Why, why, why was the border not secured? Because of the politics they play. Republicans, why have you not secured the border? You're in power. You've had it for two years. Where is the wall? Okay, forget the wall a moment. Where is secure the, secure the border? Secure the border, yes. Where is the National Guard? I thought they were going to go that Standing there. arm in arm, thousands yep. and thousands wide. If you really believe that's that important to secure the border, why have you not done that? Hmm. Why? Because racism. <laughs> that's what it is. They know racism is going to be used against them. Yep. And if they do that National Guard, they're going to lose all those voters. I'm sorry. Hey. Lose the voters. But at least you secured the freaking border i just mentioned today stories that are in the news right now i didn't even look for them these are the three that i stumbled on when i was looking up information on molly tibbetts and it's like oh you may also be interested in this illegal case wow and this one i did no extra research on how many other trials right now are centered around illegals committing crimes i did no other uh research on how many they suspect are currently in the news none of that none of it No past numbers right this second. And I told you today about two women who are dead and three that were raped. Wow. That's right this second. Do you not care about those people? We care about women. All five of them are women. Hashtag me too. You want to stop them from being raped? There's three examples right there. You Sorry, you don't have to go and uh, prosecute Harvey Weinstein to have stopped three of them right there. You know what? It's a little more difficult to fight against Americans who are doing this stuff, but you could have eliminated all of them right there, and you're not doing it because it's crap. It's a lie. I'm t- you know what? It's not even marketing. It's not even spin. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. It is a political lie. Political in the sense that it helps them. I'm just tired of it. Go down the list. The Republicans have not done the things that they should have done over the last two years. And I, well, Doc, the party's been split. Screw that. Do those people believe in those core values or not? Does the president, does the rest of the Republican Party in D.C. believe in it or not? Well, it would be difficult to work out some of the details. Fine. Have you worked out any of the details? Have you even given us a border wall bill that has some language and some addendums and codicils in it that, you know, maybe you wouldn't like because they had to throw it in to make sure to bring the party together? No, they haven't even done that, Chris. Unbelievable. The balanced budget bill. Where's that at? Where is it? 
Well, Doc, you know, you've got a divided party. Great. Show us the bill where you at least worked it out within the party. <laughs> yeah. Throw them some bones on the other. They haven't even done that. It's like when Nothing. It's like in math. At least show me the work. You got the wrong answer. Show me the work. Right. Just, just show me. Like, That's a great point. Show me the work. What show me the work. It's just like math. Okay, you got the answer wrong. Okay, let's see where you... Right. How did you get there? You know, yeah, so let me ask you this, Republican Party. What's the sticking point on the wall? What is it? To the Democrats, you got control of the House and Senate. Well, we don't know if we can get a full bill, whatever. Really? Uh, you've been willing to use the nuclear option on some things? Because you don't have the, you know, 60 vote majority. Uh, does judges Listen, seem. Right, uh, go, yeah, go down the list with this stuff. Judges. So let me let me get straight, Republican. If we gave you the 60 vote. Okay. So right now, if you maintain the House overwhelmingly. Yes. 30, 40 seat margin. And you got the White House. All, the linchpin now is, is the 60 the Senate, vote. Yeah. You need 60 in the Senate. You know, do we have to give you 62 just to make sure? Yeah. Is that then they would say. Got it. Now we're going to Now we it got it. Yes. No. There are things you could have done and you have not done it. Why not? Show us what you've done. Show us where you're at with this stuff. What's the sticking point? What's the hold up when it comes to the border wall? I don't know. Is it We don't know. Is it Paul Ryan? Paul's like, "No, you don't understand. We got this one little piece we can't." He's what leaving. is it? What's the piece? Yeah, he's leaving. He's leaving. Some other Republican, what's the piece? What's the thing? Yeah. You know what the thing is? It's not the Republican no. Party. It's not a divided Republican no. Party that has stopped these things. The thing that is holding up, and it's the same thing, that's holding up the border wall and audit the feds and a balanced budget and a balanced budget amendment and term limits and all of these things. You ready? You ready? It's the same ready. thing. Ready. There's another election coming up. Oh, hello. And anything they do, the Democrats will spin it and use it against them. Yes. Um, so after the election... If they okay. hold on to it, okay. they will not be able to do it any, then either. Why? Because there's another election coming up. Which one? Oh, yeah, 2020. 2020. It's right after the midterms, um, then you start in the next election cycle. So after that? After 2020, if you give if the Trump stays, back in yeah. and you give them the House by a supermajority yeah. and the Senate by a yes. supermajority, then they still cannot do it. Why not? Because there's another election coming up. Which one? 2022, the midterms. So we screwed. Yes, that's right. That's right. Oh, well, Until you, you truly drain the swamp. Thank you. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. culturally diverse morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson hey it is and uh, chris cruz uh, joins us as well oh thank you just thank wanted you to throw that. that in there thank you thinking of you today thinking of you buddy are you yeah i am what always always in there fighting for you man that's my are you every day i see fighting for you yes that's I, what i'm doing okay it Would may sometimes it's sometimes it's like tough love it may feel like I'm not fighting for you, but I am. You may not understand it, but in the long run, when you look back, you'll be like, wow, all of that pain, Are you sh- all of that abuse. <laughs> okay. It's okay. building character, Chris. That's okay. what it is. Okay. You, know, like the, so you were in the service. Yes, right? I was. It built character, those tough days during boot camp, right? Yes, and also I'm a little crazy and I got a couple of nuts loose. I think... What? <laughs> 
Wait, you got what? A couple nuts loose. Whoa, nuts. Is is that's, that the metaphor? That is, no, sure that is the metaphor. Uh, sure a couple of nuts nailed, loose. Nailed it. Nailed it. Kirk Jones, he nailed it, right? Got it. Got it. Nailed the dismount for sure. Good job. Good job. Chris has a couple of nuts loose. Yeah. That's you might want to go to the doctor for that. I did actually <laughs> yesterday. They dilated my eyes and everything. The doctor's nice. like, Chris, we checked a hernia. It turns out your nuts are loose. <laughs> Do you, do you mind if I read? Oh, yeah, please, good. Do go you ahead. mind? Go okay. Mucha Supremo Jaco is saying, Dems want all borders open, but make sure we check everyone with rape scanners at the airport. Yes, that's right. Very important that you do that. Yep. That's right. Borders completely open, but climb up Doc's butt with a microscope to make sure he doesn't have a pair of tweezers yes. coming through. Is that four ounces of water? God forbid you bring four ounces of water. Know, right, you exactly. could bring as many as you can in three ounce bottles. Right. But once you go that one fourth, you're uh, done. done. You cannot. I can bring a case of 2.5 bottles. Yes. Every bottle, 2.5 yes. water in them. Good to go. Bring an entire case in yes. there. Yes. If you bring one that's 3.1 ounces, they are taking you, you down. Swarm, swarm. swarm oh, go. we learned from Cal. You're going Q10. to federal prison, buddy. TJ Topping saying so. How many tweets have been read in the first half of the show? A bunch. Why? That's what I'm saying. He's complaining that we have not read any tweets. I we read tweets. We read tweets. <clears throat> I don't know what he's talking about. Well, listen, we edited in the reading of tweets. Yes. Into the recorded portion of the broadcast. Yes. We did that. Absolutely. So don't tell us that. And you can date him. You can check their referencing you, the you stories. C- yes. After it aired in recorded form. So... In fact, it is now 626.04.05.06 Central Time. Okay, okay. Kool-Aid with a C saying, I'm good. Uh, I'm going to name my Jeep Elizabeth Warren. Why is that? Because Mm -hmm. it is white on the outside, but it says Cherokee on it. Oh. (laughs) It says Cherokee. (laughs) Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Oh, Patriot Mobile. Yes. Patreon, don't forget to sign up for your account today. Yes. Almost forgot to tell you. Uh, the reason I'm I'm uh, saying it this way that it's in kind of making it pointed is because uh, they've got the limited time offer right now. Yes, that is first come first serve, and you do not want you to do not end want to miss it. End up with a stupid Android phone, right? Exactly. That's the thing. iPhones right now, four certain models are four dollars a month. Mm-hmm. It's multiple models, but I've heard that uh, they are coming in close. Nah. I don't want to say it that way. Let's just say this. Okay. They have had overwhelming response. Oh. And the iPhones are doing pretty well. Well, it's an iPhone, Doc. Come I know on. it's not shocking. But listen, sign up uh, today. PatriotMobile.com slash Doc. Do it today because they have had a, an overwhelming response. And I don't know how much longer they're going to be keeping up. It is on um, limited time offer. Now, they do have unlimited talk and text plans for 20 bucks a month. So you get the iPhones or Android for just four bucks a month while supplies last. Unlimited talk and text starting at just uh, 20 bucks a month. And on top of that, they'll waive the activations fee. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Bon voyage. If you use the promo code doc. Does that just say bon voyage? I think it is. They waive it. It's it's a... As soon as they you have promo- such good customer okay. service, when you sign up for it, and they're like, and what's that? Pro- it's Doc, and they're like, good, we can now wave it goodbye. And there's a whole ceremony. D- nah. Yeah, they bring everybody from the office. They're like, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. bye-bye. It just goes bye-bye. away. Bye-bye. bye-bye now. Do they break the champagne, See too? See you real soon. 
They do. They Ooh, do it right over the edge of it there. Nice. Sign up today, patriotmobile.com slash doc. You can also call 800-APATRIOT. It's while supplies last. Do it today. Patriotmobile.com slash doc. Jeremy Christen says the East George, the East German judges give it a 8.8. 8.8. Nicely done. Again, it's a, a shiny American is saying, don't you mean screw loose? No. I yeah, that's it. it. No, it's nuts. I know. Why so is he questioning you on this? I know. He? Why are they questioning me? Uh, hello. I uh, Joe, I wait, wait. Who is that? Uh, shiny American. Cause he, he, you don't uh, know where he's from though. No, because he was polishing his American patriotism. No, I know. I'm shiny. just saying, I mean, maybe he's in a part of the country where oh. we use different phrases and stuff like that. What? Like, you know, people in Western Pennsylvania. What do they say? Uh, even down Youngstown area or whatever. Some, it's a little bit of an older phrase, but they would say uh, red to red, red up the room. Oh. Red up the house. Red you ever read up the house? No, I never read up. Rented? No, read it. Read it. Read it. Red up the house. What does that mean? Make it ready. Clean it up. Oh, I like that. Ooh, right I like that. up the house. That. So there's phrases like that that are, you know, local colloquialisms. Ooh, hold on one more time. Local colloquialisms. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Um, that are like that, too. So, and that, by the way, that's how you say colloquialisms where <laughs> I'm from. Uh-huh. Nailed it again. Mm-hmm. Zach saying, does the blue way come from the back or the front hole? Uh, you if laughing? you're doing it right, it comes from both. It comes from everyone if oh, you're doing it right. Oh, that's very talented. That is very talented right there, dude. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. The most culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. So apparently Chris's wedding will serve ice cream. You're, is no. there ice cream for dessert at your wedding? Is that no. uh, what, what, what are you having it. for dessert at your wedding? <laughs> we might have ice cream. That's we might. I knew. I got it. I no, got to figure it out. Yeah, Doc. Yesterday we talked about bougie ice cream. Yes, exactly. Not? Yes, we did. We were talking about Las Vegas and you know, the bougie yes. uh, ice cream and the milkshakes and whatever. Yes. Over the weekend, right? I was out getting my pedicure. <laughs> that's a, uh, well, that's because you have uh, you have nuts loose. Yes, I have some nuts, mm-hmm. a, cu- a couple nuts loose. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, mm-hmm. next to where I was getting a pedicure, mm-hmm. there is a great place called Milk and Cream. Milk and Cream Ice Cream. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I went just, over there. You just happened to be there. I just happened to be. I, okay. I just happened to be getting there. Getting pedicures. Getting gotcha. a mm-hmm. lemon lime pedicure because now they put flavors on it. It's a whole different conversations, but okay. But okay. And you just there, decided to get ice cream. I said ice cream. And then I had, it was a three-scoop ice cream uh-huh, uh-huh. with the bottom layer was uh, cereal milk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. coconut ash, uh-huh. and birthday cake with sprinkles. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. And then I was like, you know what? You this know would be who great would... for my wedding. No, awesome no, no, no. What an amazing no. wedding No, I was I'll like, have. you know who's missing here? My Doc fiance, Thompson. because she no, can she make was the decision. She oh. was next to me. Oh, we were you're... both getting pedicures. Mm. Ah, I see. Yes. And I was like, 
I want to have, I want to share this little gem with Doc Thompson and the Morning Blitz. Oh, crew. it's just all about me. This was wow, all about you, Chris Cruz. It's incredible. Are okay. you, see, unlike you, mm-hmm. I focus on you. Ah, when okay. you do things, you focus on yourself. You don't focus on me. That hurts a little bit, but okay. Um, so you will not be serving uh, ice cream at your wedding. Not yet. I, I need you guys' penny you guys help. This is I, such I just a scam. don't know which You're flavors. So I yeah. don't know which flavors to All right, feature. so you brought ice cream in. That's a I good start. I did not bring ice cream. They brought the ice cream. But I mean, you said yes, it up, though. Yes, so that's yes, a good start. Yes. So, okay. Now, see, if you're doing something exclusively for your wedding, that gets a little troubling. No, no, but no, no, no. But if it's no, for no. your wedding, but we also get to benefit, then it's less troubling. Okay. Okay, you got that? Got to yes, figure it out. I got Who do we have here? What's your name? <laughs> My name's Man. Step up just a little bit there. Look closer. Man, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. And you are the owner? Yes. Okay. And give us the name again. Milk Probably. and Cream. Milk, Milk and Cream. Yes. And where are you located? 5420 Ross Avenue. Suite 160 in Dallas. Okay, Texas. so Ross Avenue in Dallas. Yes. Lower yes. Greenville. Okay. And uh, so people in the area, make sure to check it out. Ever. But what did you bring? First of all, this is huge. Did is you see a, that? Oh, let's go over there first. Yeah, what is this? this yeah, is, can you please explain the donuts? This is donut okay. and ice cream? Yeah, so it's actually ice cream inside a donut. So Ooh. it's our donut ice cream sandwich. Oh. Uh, it's a, we call it the milk and cream bun. Ooh. Oh, nice. Um, so there's... We could do two flavors in one donut, mm. and then we'll press the do- uh, press the donut and warm it at the same time. Oh, so mm. it just melts just a little bit. It melts just a little bit, but it, when you first bite into it, you have the warm donut uh, with the cold ice cream yeah, mixture, that's and that's what. Now, is this something you came up with? It's something that I stumbled upon. When I was living in Southern California. Excellent. I like that. You know our mantra here, right? Yes. There's, there, there's even a book by this title. Good artists borrow. Great artists steal. <laughs> so that we I've are heard all that. about that. That's, I've heard that. Although I keep stealing stuff and I'm not I know, great. I don't know. No, what we're I not. must be missing one yes, little piece missing of it. Yes, we're missing something in this equation. Uh, so how long have you been in business? We just passed our two-year anniversary on August 13th. So had you been looking for a business... To, to start some sort of business when you came up with this? Uh, yeah, I was, um, so I grew up in Houston and then I moved to Southern California okay. and then I was like, oh, what can I do? Yeah. And my girlfriend lives in Dallas and uh, I was like, and we, you know, she needs to come visit yeah. and then we'll, you know, go eat and try different places. And then we came upon the concept and we're like, I was like, oh, this is missing in Dallas. So nice. I was like, hey, how about I move to Dallas and we do ice cream? Even better. <laughs> Even better. That's so good. I do have a couple of questions because you have some exotic flavors. Let's put it that way. Okay. So you have coconut ash and it's Doc Thompson. Look at this. Ooh, what is this? It's coconut ash. I just said that. Coconut ash? Coconut yes. ash. So ash. What, is, mm-hmm. what makes that Probably. coconut ash? Okay, so coconut ash is an activated charcoal. And, you know, people consume activated charcoal. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for health benefits, Health right? benefits. Mm-hmm. People brush their teeth, put it on their face as cosmetics. Um, it's, wow, it's really good. So coconut, the, the ash is actually made from, a, you know, charcoal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like the charred? Yeah, it's a charred pieces? coconut shells. Oh, oh, gotcha. oh, okay. Okay. And that's why it's consumable. It's not like just regular briquettes that you buy from the store. There's not wood briquettes. No. <laughs> no. So, and then yesterday, weird. dog, we talked about lavender. And that one is a lavender bean. Yes. Correct? 
How's that? It's more of a floral. Actually, really good. Really? No, and I was bagging on lavender <laughs> yesterday. He was, that's the thing. Yes, and he was, was like, lavender, lavender, lavender. I, I was tainted with this bad lavender soup one time. This is not um, perfumey at all. That yeah. was my objection to lavender or whatever. This actually really tastes And lastly, I want you to taste, mm-hmm. of course, banana pudding. Ah, there you, you go. You got to have, you know, you got to have the Puerto Rican in there. Some mm-hmm. banana on it. That may not be the way you want to say that again. We grind up real Puerto Ricans and put them in there. I don't think that's how he does it. That's mm. how I do my banana pudding oh my ice cream. How's that? That's tremendous. The banana so, is awesome. One thing I noticed about your guys' uh, business is it's in a little corner, but the way you guys make your ice cream is so artistic. So what was the concept? Because I was like three scoops of ice cream on a cone. That's very difficult to put. You know, and then your artists, I call them artists because they were fascinating. Um, so... Tell us the process of the whole milk and cookie and inside a donut, three scoops. It's, uh, you know, it's essentially, it's just ice cream, but scooping ice cream is, you know, I tell my employees, scooping ice cream is a lot more difficult than it looks. Yes. Uh, it takes, you know, it takes a little time and skill. And uh, some of my employees have been there f- for a long time, so they've got the hang of it. And that's why, I, you know, so pretty stacking 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 a cone is pretty difficult because we did um if you look at our instagram we'll have some cone pictures with like four scoops Mm -hmm. some with like multiple little scoops and we just kind of play around just to try to see what we can do so i tried to make ice cream at my house and it failed okay so how difficult is making ice (laughs) cream i try to make ice cream at the house oh no i'll bring that tomorrow okay i wasn't it's okay you don't have to it's all right no, I would bring it to one because I want you to compare no, it to what no, you have no. today. I'm, I'm pretty sure I got you know, it. I, I, knew the, it I didn't want to steal no. their show. Listen, I don't want you to go out of your way. It's okay. Are Not for sure? me. Yeah, it's okay. You don't so have how to. difficult is making ice cream? Because obviously now that I try to make ice cream, I got more respect of ice cream makers. So ice cream is not that difficult to make. No, uh, okay. It's mainly because <laughs> <laughs> you got to pasteurize the milk. Okay. Uh, and then a lot of time it's, you know, you have the proper machinery. It's just, it batches it out. Um, the way our ice cream is made is it batches out, we batch it out, and then it has to sit because sit for at least almost 24 hours for it to fully freeze. Mm. Because when it comes out of the machine, it's only 50% frozen, mm. and there's still 50% water, and that's where you're trying to freeze. So, by, the, by the way, I, yeah. I realized a little scam he pulled here, too. What? So, what he says. so he says to the girlfriend, he says, how about I move there and we'll... St- you know, open up an ice cream place. Okay. He got the move there in oh. under the pretense of starting start a, a business. business. See what I I'm saying there? It. it was good for that, him. That it's is awesome. good. Nice job. That is good. You tie him together. She's like, I really don't want to be around him that much. But if we start Put a business, start a business, that business that good for my future. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. You That's great. That's, That's something we do. That, yes. And once again, it's, 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 it's another formula. Guys have to work every angle they have. Yes. Kill two birds once. That's right. I just sent my wife a picture just, uh, picture oh, just so she could be jealous. So, are you guys future of expanding, catering weddings? Uh, so, any future for you guys? Wow. Yeah, we're. Um, I'm looking into expanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've looked at Fort Worth, Frisco, and uh, we're still trying to figure out where we're exactly. We don't want to be too close to this location. Yeah, yeah you got to figure out a good location. Yeah, so that's. Uh, <clears throat> but. I think uh, 
Frisco is a really high potential. Yeah, Frisco's uh, north of Dallas. It's a real big growing area. If people yeah. don't know the area, so that's solid. All right, uh, well, this, this stuff is awesome, by the way. Great. Are, are the flavors you came up with, too? Yeah, Anyone? we both did. Both did, both did, <laughs> and your girlfriend. Yeah, we've, okay. you know, we sit there and we just kind of think of flavors to kind of Throw together and see what happens. So what, f- yeah. what flavors have failed? What flavors have, have any failed? failed? Those are always the best. Yeah, yeah, those are the best ones, yeah. Uh, actually, not really failed, but more of just like... Didn't, people did not buy. People, not as Yeah, because... Not as oh, not as popular. It's, okay. But there's... Nothing oh, outright okay. failed oh, or whatever. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Is it because um, everybody's taste buds are different and not everybody has the same thing? Like lavender, we have a lot of people, like, you know, there's people that come in and they love it and there's people that just. I wish I'd say it's really good and I'm not a lavender fan. So no, I know, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm happy they brought the lavender yeah. to change your mind on lavender. I can't believe there's that many people that would lead with lavender, though. Oh. If you go in, if I go in. Oh, uh, that's one of our most paper. See, that's incredible. Flavors. I still wouldn't lead with it. It's mm-hmm. solid, but I mean, if you got coconut, you got banana, oh, you got all this yeah. other stuff, I'm going with those. The, the, by the way, how do you make, and you don't have to tell me, the cereal milk one? Do you actually have cereal milk? Yeah. yeah what is cereal milk? I don't understand what you're yeah. saying. Cereal milk is uh, the leftover milk after you finish your bowl oh, of cereal. Gosh, yeah. oh. oh, isn't that fascinating, Doc? So, <laughs> so I was, because I, I always drink the milk. And it's so sweet, mm-hmm. so delicious. So, how were you able to? Do you actually put it on me, on on cereal? Yeah, it's Cap- really Captain Crunch cereal. What? <laughs> oh, this is great! Mind blown. Yeah, I thought it was I, I actually thought it was an extract, like an extract. No, and you just dump it in, and then oh, there's... you know what's funny about that too is I met the guy years ago who invented cookies and cream. Okay, which is one of the best selling ice creams in yes. history now. It's still top ten list, and. He worked for Edie's Grand Ice Cream, and he was our official taster. He traveled with a gold spoon. I'm not okay. kidding. That's bougie. And when he, <laughs> That's bougie. When he, when he would taste the ice cream, he'd go, now, what you want to do is get it in the front of your mouth or whatever. It was like he was doing wine. It was hilarious. And anyway, so I said to him, I go, okay, how do you come up with this? He goes, well, we had the idea, and we started um, trying to, to make the flavors, basically. He said, in the end, we realized we had to make the ice cream, and dumped crushed up cookies into it. In other mm. words, you can't cheat it and try to copy it. So like oh. you guys, if, if you had the idea of cereal milk flavor, it's not going to work as well as if you just take the cereal, the cereal milk and make and then, the stuff, right? That's yeah. how you wow. got it. So it's got to be a... That's yeah. my... Honestly, when I had it, I was like, oh, this is so good. And I was, that was one of the biggest questions. I was like, how do you make your cereal milk? Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It's that Let's one. see what yeah, you want to do, Chris, yeah. mm-hmm. And that one has cookies inside, right? Monster. That's a cookie monster, which is the cookies and cream. Uh, now, what I'm getting there. What are you getting? Right on the back of my throat. In the middle of the <laughs> that one has a cereal milk and the cookies and, cr- and, the cookies and cream. Oh, uh, okay. Awesome stuff. Well, guys, thanks so much for coming in. And you are under no obligation to help Chris at all. No, you're way. not. No. In no. fact, I would do everything you could to avoid yes. it whatsoever. Yes. You're out of town that weekend. Whatever that weekend is. <laughs> Just tell them for the next couple months you're not going to be in town. You're closing down for, for the fall. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Again, it is Milk and Cream, I mean, yes. Ross cream. Avenue, Dallas. Yep. Yes. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Quick break. Back in a moment with more. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. I 
HR said we had to. So, it's the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. Uh, good business idea. I love the fact that he, they saw it and said, hey, we can duplicate that somewhere else. And I mean, you see a lot of business like that around the country where you're like, we can take somewhere else and do it. Why not? Because a lot of those businesses aren't thinking that they will ever franchise or chain it no. out beyond their local region. Yep. And that's one of the things, too, is think, ice cream. One of the one of the most edible, like people eat ice cream all the time. Think about Doc Menu open up an ice cream shop. We already got the flavors here. They left yes, a bunch of flavors. If you are willing here. to work it regular, I say we open it up. Oh, dude, I, I am not going to work it at all. Seriously, I am willing to. I told this to the fiance. I'm willing to drop this job if I could open either a restaurant mm-hmm. or an ice cream shop. Well, then okay. So now you've got something else. There are countless ice cream stores around the yes. country, all different, whatever. Theirs is a new take on it that's yes. crushing it. And, and by the way, the ice cream sandwiches are, are awesome. Yeah. They were really solid. And because I went to a different ice cream shop, and they had kind of the same thing, but it was different. And you saw it, and how did that look, Doc Thompson? Oh, not good. It was disgusting no, looking. it was so, disgusting looking. I mean, it may taste good or whatever, it, and I got to see the rest not, of the picture you sent. It, it was, did not taste okay. good at all. So, um, so you'd be willing to open it up, but I see a problem if we partner. What? Um, loss. What do you mean loss? In business, there's something called loss. So if you have products, so let's say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So like uh, your ice cream goes bad. Yes. So you created all this, you spent the money, but you didn't get to sell it, so mm-hmm. it was loss. Or theft could be a loss yes. from you know, customers or employees. Um, well, other things could be loss at an ice cream store. What are you implying in there? I'm, not, I'm just saying, let's say you're there running an ice cream store yes. by yourself all day. There you think I'm going to eat the ice cream? I didn't say... Did I say you eat the ice cream? That. You I said I did not that. say it. You I said lost. You implied. I implied. You implied. I think you're a little paranoid about no, it. No, I'm not paranoid because you don't trust me that I would not eat the ice cream. Would you eat some of the ice cream? I would eat some of the ice cream. <laughs> I'm saying... Kirk Jones. Yes. Uh, would you invest in an ice cream business that Chris runs by himself? Negative. No way. <laughs> loss, right? No, loss, loss. That's what I'm saying. I'm out in like six months. Wow. This was not questioning your weight. This was questioning your no, shady, your shady family coming up and stealing. What if, okay, what if I make you this deal? You know, people do not want exclusively plantain ice cream. No, that's You got to have more flavors than that. What if I make you this deal? What if I take Reju's own? Before okay. now, every day I open the store, I take a Reju Zone. Then again at lunchtime, I okay. take a Reju Zone. Then again, and I I maintain myself with Reju Zone. Okay, then we're in. Okay, okay. Then I think we're good, but we can no longer mention Reju Zone. Then you got to keep the bottle hidden. Okay, you can't show that in the store. Okay, because we as restaurateurs yes as business as ice cream yes. store owners we do not want people to know no. about ridge zone no 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 it has to be we yes. want we them want eating. them to eat exactly yes. that's what it is yes that's how we're gonna so ridge zone i will take for myself it's just too effective it works too well you do not ridge zone great weight loss product yes. because it makes you feel fuller i do not want you feeling fuller when you come into my ice cream store i do not want that if you have trouble with ice cream and other things and you don't want to gain weight you maybe want to lose some weight Try Zone. It makes you feel fuller. It boosts your metabolism. So you are good to go. You start losing the weight. So yeah. you got to keep the bottle hidden. You got to take the Zone bumper sticker off your car. Yes. You got to get rid of all that stuff. We need the anti-Reduzone for our store. Does your uh, does your fiance give you the business? Yes. Does she give it to you about the yes about the weight? Yes. Did she, did she when you suggested the uh, when you said to her I could open up ice cream store? What did yes. she say? She was like, um, 
um, I don't think that's something we can do. I'm like, no, we can't look. We, we, mm. You know, she'll try, she's really nice, so she can't say no. Like, Did she say, maybe we should open a gym? <laughs> that's way too straightforward for her. Way too straightforward. She was like... Maybe well, a trampoline park. <laughs> she was like, why don't you just stay on TV production and then focus? Why don't you just... Cover people opening stores. That would be odd. Maybe you stay on TV and radio, whatever, and, and get a um, a studio. Yes. Like work in a studio that's really far from restaurants. Yes. You know, yes. remove the food app from your phone. <laughs> she Uber Eats, that. get rid of that. Oh, she's already got rid of that. Yeah. Uh, Riduzone helps uh, and has helped a lot of people around here lose weight and maintain. And even if you're somebody like, okay, I'm in a pretty good place with this, I don't have to lose anymore, but I struggle at times you know, not gaining because I'm around so much good food. Maybe you have certain things or you got a week of like wedding activities coming up. Mm. Not for you, for somebody else yeah. you're involved. You know, all that foods are under the holidays. Yeah. You can take the Riduzone and help you maintain your weight because it's making you feel full. Yes. Just go to Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U zone.com. Daniel has my back. He says quality control is not a loss. It's a good point. Uh, quality control could be just that one little tip of a spoonful. And then, of course, like John, Har- John Harris or Harrison, I think was his name. Okay. <clears throat> I don't remember anything. I can't tell you uh, yeah, any significant military leaders in the War of 1812. I can't tell you that. But I know the guy who invented cookies and cream ice cream. I know. You dropped that like... I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but he would, again, just take just a little tip of the ice cream. You don't have to have like a half gallon mm. for quality control. Because okay. he was like, Steve tweeting out. He, he would take a scoop of the ice cream yeah. with his gold spoon. Yes. And he would invert it. Oh, and then go, yes. You want the ice cream. You don't want the spoon part no. on your tongue. No. You want the ice cream part. Yes. So it'd be upside down because you want to hit every area of the tongue. The tongue. You want yes. it all across there. He goes and you want it to swish it around to get it on every area of your tongue. You gotta get it out of the tongue, get it on the back and the side. You leave the cream and the sugar and the flavor. And he would do this whole thing. <laughs> and he like could have been lying to me. But he sold it. Doesn't matter. And he invented cookies and cream. Oh, come on. Where man. is the Nobel Prize? Thank you. Where is that committee? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Steve's saying a pedicure. Well, there goes a little less toxic masculinity to worry about. <laughs> By the way, you're covered. Chris, you are 100% safe. You are toxic masculinity free. I'm not going to murder anybody. <laughs> Chris Cruz, toxic masculinity free, free since, since 93. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have a t-shirt on that. It's, I gotta have a t-shirt about that. It's Chris Cruz you zone. <laughs> Struggling with toxic masculinity? Just be around Chris Cruz. It'll fade It'll away. Fade away. <laughs> uh, Pit Viper It's saying, based on something Chris has in his body anyways. <laughs> it's called estrogen. <laughs> Pit Viper saying, you not does the hard-hitting reporting on relevant news. Doc and Chris critique ice cream, talk pedicures, and makeup for men only on the TMB. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, I even sent her some stories this morning, a couple of things <laughs> that were like serious news stories for her to use. And then I was like, look at this, ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> and I even put sandwiches. <laughs> she was like, OMG. Uh, new VP uh, <laughs> tweeting out that 730 segment is sponsored by Summer Eve and Vagisil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what's so nice around your house, though. Yes, yes. That you yes. and the fiance get to share so many products and whoa, clothing. Whoa, whoa. What? 
guy? What? <laughs> what? Spouses share certain products. Hmm. You know, do, do you buy 14 different tubes of toothpaste for everybody that lives in the house? No. How many, you usually buy one. Maybe some things you, you have difference, but a lot of it you'll you'll share, right? A lot of times you same soap and stuff, right? Same shampoos. So, can I tell you same something? Same feminine products, huh? Can't tell you something sure. because you brought us something. Um so there was a little package on Oh no. Go ahead. On the counter in the in the no. And did, I, did you think it was cookies or chips or something? What did you? And I thought it was like Tic Tacs, like those Tic Tacs. I opened it up and I took it. It's not Tic Tacs. It's birth control. I've never seen birth control. Wow. Breath control mints that they disperse daily. Yes. A birth, a, a breath like control was, mint for every day like of the, the month. It like the chiclets package. Yes. So it just pops out and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Now. Here, here's the breath control for March 1st. There's breath control for March 2nd. So I never forget to have breast yes. breath. Yes. Mm-hmm. So is that so, is that wrong? Uh, no, you've got a couple of issues here, though. Okay. The first is you got a bunch of estrogen in you. You got a whole lot of that. And here's another problem. Okay. She's not on birth control that day. <laughs> Those are two serious problems there. I'll let you decide which is which. Maybe that's the reason you have nuts loose. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, let's get right to uh, some other opportunities for you to make some more money yeah. or uh, have some. I mean, we, we've told you about blockchain technology yeah. for a long time. Uh, we've had some seminars around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn has hosted some. Again, uh, whether it's an individual cryptocurrency, you can make money, but definitely the technology down the road is going to give a bunch of opportunities. And you know what? Maybe even those individual coins. I still have a handful of them, just a couple of dollars, not a ton. Just waiting to see if any of them take off. Me too. I actually just bought a little bit more of a new currency that just got into Coinbase. Some of them are so low. If, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you, if Coinbase only has some of the big ones, but some of them are so low. So if they're only like, you know, four cents each or whatever, put 10 bucks in it. Yeah. I mean, you, most people buy a $10 lottery ticket or $5 lottery yeah. ticket. Put five bucks in one of these, you know, get a couple hundred of them and just sit on them. If nothing happens, oh, well. If you, if you do that with $100 and you bought, you know, 100 of this one, 100 of this one, 100 of this one, like, you know, 15, 20 of them or whatever, the most you'd be out is $100. Yes. And at least if people buy lottery tickets all the time, mm-hmm. you buy two bucks here, $10 there. Go ahead and just sit on them for the next couple of months yeah. or a couple of years and see what takes off. Yeah. It'd be pretty neat five years it, down the road yeah, to yeah. go. It, and it doesn't have to, I made $4 million. That'd be no. great. Can you imagine? I invested $100 in a dozen of these and you forget about them. 10 years later, you find out one of them's taken off and all of a sudden you have $25,000. Wouldn't yeah. that be awesome? Yeah. That's what people did with some of the early the, Bitcoin the, especially stuff. Especially the, uh, the actual Bitcoin. We talked to the Bitcoin kid. 
That's what he did. I had five of them at one point. Five Bitcoins at one point, and I bought them for around, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. I think it was was about $200 each, $250. I can't remember exactly. And they shot up to like $350 or something, and I'm like, boom, sell, because I really needed the money at the time. I'm like, hey, I made a few hundred dollars. Life's good. Yeah. Had I still had those, and they're still at what six, seven thousand each yeah. now, that'd be real nice to have. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a bunch of stuff you need to know about uh, te- this technology. It's the reason we always invite people on to help explain because yes. it's really difficult. Caitlin jo- uh, Law, Caitlin Long, joining us now, a contributor to Forbes, with the two terms that every Bitcoin trader needs to learn now. Hey, Caitlin, how are you? Hi. Good morning. Great. Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Now, are you a cryptocurrency owner? Oh, yes, for oh. years. Okay, good, good, okay. So it's it's really difficult to try to explain to people, though, right? Oh, of course, yeah. A lot of people still scratch their heads and, you know, wonder why we need this. Why don't we just use the U.S. dollar? Right. Well, and then you're also asking people to understand something that's not really tangible and something that even when it comes to the dollar, most of us don't understand currency and economies. Those are very different things and they're both difficult. And then you've got tech involved. That's a formula for disaster. Well, it certainly is a formula for confusion. And <laughs> confusion. It requires Maybe that's a lot. Yeah, it, it certainly requires a lot of time. And, and I, like so many people back in 2012, when I discovered Bitcoin, didn't pay that much attention to it and didn't act on it for a while because it is confusing and it is hard, but it's getting easier. And it is a lot easier now than it was even last year because there are so many more companies that have built user-friendly interfaces to the, to the blockchains that enable company to enable people, regular people to be their own bank. So your article mentions the two words that every Bitcoin trader needs to learn. What are those two words? The two words are commingling and rehypothecation, and they relate to Wall Street coming into Bitcoin, which is probably a head scratcher in and of itself, because you might wonder why Wall Street wants in, but Wall Street's coming and they're going to do the same things they do to other assets, such as commingle and rehypothecate them, and those are fundamentally incompatible with Bitcoin so it's going to create some very interesting uh, effects, yes. So, number one, Wall Street's obviously on board because they think somehow they're going to make money or believe yep. they need to control this to keep them from losing other currencies they may be invested or other commodities. But somehow they feel they need to be involved. And as part of that, isn't that at least a little bit of a good sign that this this new currency is legitimate? Oh, sure. And at first, a lot of folks, uh, when, when, when the parent company of the New York Stock Exchange announced that it's getting into Bitcoin, ah. a lot of folks said, gosh, we've arrived. That This is the mainstreaming that we've been craving. But if you read the fine print, it, it, the way the, it, and look at what they've said, they've said that Bitcoin isn't going to succeed unless we bring a centralized <laughs> trusted infrastructure to it. Oh, well. antithetical to what Bitcoin is. There's yeah. nothing that markets like better than being controlled. That is just really solid for markets, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And just the notion that we have to put a trusted infrastructure on top of Bitcoin, sure. which is the most trusted... <laughs> Probably the most accurate ledger, the most objective ledger that human beings have ever invented. And, and Wall Street has to put trust on top of it. Sure. 
Yeah, of course. All right, so explain rehypothecation. Well, this is basically the easiest way to understand it is it's three-card Monty. It, it, it is basically that a number of different people think they own the same asset at the same time, but there's really only one asset. And believe it or not, this is standard business practice on Wall Street, and this is very likely coming to Bitcoin and uh, it's, it's not just one participant, it's every par- Wall Street participant that's going to get into Bitcoin is going to be doing this practice called rehypothecation. The IMF estimates that the number of times that a treasury bond, for example, is owned and then reused and reused. So you've got multiple people believing that they own the same asset when if the musical chairs ever stop, there's really only one asset. The IMF estimates that as of year-end 2017, that, that that multiple is three times. So that means for every one person who actually owns, for every three people who think they own a treasury bond, there's really only one treasury bond. And this is, um, this is just um, uh, shady math. It's only a problem if everybody calls it in at the same time, right? That's the only problem. And they realize, you know, if they could make money, they meaning bankers and and in um, investment types over the years, is if if people call it at the same time, right? Yep, it's the classic run on the bank situation. Some of your listeners may recognize this by a phrase called fractional reserve banking, okay. which a lot of Austrian school economists have been talking about for years. This is just a different form of it. Um, and the, t- the U.S. Treasury bond is fractionally reserved three times. Uh, so... So these practices are going to start coming to Bitcoin. And actually, one of my Wall Street pals who defends the practice, a lot of Wall Streeters think this is perfectly legitimate and it's all about, you know, bringing liquidity to the marketplace. Uh, He said, you know, Bitcoin, in his view, Bitcoin was never going to be big until Wall Street solves its scarcity problem. Ah, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, one there of the, you go. That's what they're trying to do. Right. One of the things, if you look at the history of Bitcoin, um, is that it was supposed to be finite for a reason, right? I mean, that's... Of course. It's, it's very transparent because of the blockchain technology. And number two, it is limited for a reason. The ridiculous thing about this, Caitlin, is even if you were to make the argument that um, when it comes to a stock, um, that it's more finite... Uh, um, and I would have to buy, you know, stocks sharing, uh, trading at a hundred bucks a share and I don't have a hundred bucks a share. I only have 58 and I want to, I want to get involved. Well, unless you buy some sort of fund, you can't buy our stock. There could be an argument there, but with Bitcoin, you can buy percentages. So there's no reason to say you want to, um, offer, you know, more of it unless you're trying to use this, um, rehypothecation basically or fractional reserve banking yeah that's right and then there are some folks who looked at this and thought you know that that wall street to to your earlier illusion didn't want the price to really take off and that these kinds of techniques they're they're applied in all the markets but you know we, we sometimes hear people talk about them in the gold market the gold price suppression scheme for example uh, and this is how it's done. You create more paper claims to the asset than there are real assets underlying it. And it suppresses the price because those substitutes for the real thing do sap up some of the demand for the real thing. And interestingly, after the New York Stock Exchange parent company announced 
uh, two weeks ago that it is um, getting into Bitcoin, the price dropped almost 20%. Yeah. And a lot of folks were really surprised by that, but I wasn't because I understand this is, this is Wall Street coming in to try to, quote unquote, solve the scarcity problem, which in reality, to your point, is what gives Bitcoin so much value. Right, because it is rare. So down the road yep. a piece, you know, you get 20 years, 50 years, 100 years down the road. Yeah, maybe all the Bitcoins are mined and maybe everybody has them and they go, well, the, the price goes up. That's fine. You can still sell off 10% of a coin, 100% of a coin. You can, sure. I mean, it, it'll, the price will be more. That's the reason you smell, sell smaller quantities. That's all you have to do with it. Yes, absolutely. And, and Bitcoin is very divisible. So we just, uh, it, it, Bitcoin, just like anything, can, the, the price can adjust to any, any use that it, it needs. And so, uh, absolutely, this is, uh, I think Bitcoin doesn't need Wall Street to succeed. I would argue Wall Street needs Bitcoin to succeed uh-huh. because of all of the issues that, that Wall Street has. There, there are a lot of examples of where this rehypothecation has has really caused mom and pop to lose money. And it is the sort of underlying anger that I think a lot of people have towards Wall Street. They have a sense that there's something that's just not fair about the system. And a really good example of it is the Dole Food lawsuit, which was a Delaware lawsuit last year, where it was discovered that there was one third more shares promised in people's brokerage accounts than there were actually legally outstanding Dole Food shares. And Everybody thought they owned those Dole Food shares because they had brokerage statements that, that showed they owned them. But what they didn't understand is that behind the scenes, there was one third less outstanding than was promised out to all the people. And that's standard practice on Wall Street, albeit usually not to that degree. That was an extreme example. But every day, Wall Street doesn't. There are all kinds of, um, shall we call it, fault tolerances in the uh. system. Uh, and, and it's not an accurate accounting system. Bitcoin is an accurate accounting system. You own it. No one else owns it. If you control your private key and that's not true of the securities in our brokerage account. It's funny from these people on wall street who claim, you know, and whenever you see any of their commercials for their bank or their investment firm, Caitlin, it's always like honest and trusted. We've been around for a hundred years since the day, right? All this, this image and marketing, but they are really kind of shady about that stuff if you're selling this stuff you know two three times over from those people uh when they hear about this technology which is really transparent that's part of the the cornerstone of the you know of, of cryptocurrencies in general and blockchain that then they want to try to make it more shady that's backwards yeah well and, and, and exactly as you were saying a lot of folks are saying you know Bitcoin needs Wall Street and needs this trusted infrastructure. But what's fascinating about it is that Bitcoin's going to win in the end. In, in, Wall Street may, may succeed in suppressing the price in the short term and, and may cause some folks to think they're buying the real thing when they buy it through their stockbroker, but of course they're not. But in the end, here's why Bitcoin wins, because Wall Street will never control Bitcoin. It is way too decentralized, and the, the chances that any single actor even a state actor can control it at this point are pretty minuscule. And what can the Bitcoin community do if Wall Street starts creating lots of, of these fractionally reserved Bitcoins? The community can just fork it into a new coin. Uh. And if Wall Street has a lot of uncovered positions, which are short positions, 
in that old coin, when, when the new coin gets, gets introduced, that could cause some pretty serious financial losses to Wall Street itself. So it's, it's funny because it, it, it does raise the question, which is riskier, Wall Street to Bitcoin or Bitcoin to Wall Street? Wow, that's a great point. That's, that'll be interesting. When, when the cryptocurrency owners or users now realize their power in this stuff, because it's still in its infancy, you're right, they could use that to uh, really influence Wall Street. They could, this might be like you know the arrogance of a, of a person saying, all right, I'm going to control this dragon. <laughs> the dragon just hasn't, doesn't know that they're a dragon yet. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're you not going to. Let me go ahead and put a leash on him. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, real quick, get to uh, commingling as, uh, when it comes to cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. What, why is commingling an issue and in what way? Because Bitcoins are meant to be owned directly by each individual owner rather than owned in a pool. And it's the fact that Wall Street commingles securities in these pools behind the scenes that allows for all these three-card Monty games to be played by the system. And so if, if you're trying to create commingling for something that was never designed to be commingled, you're not only introducing cybersecurity risks, but you're enabling this rehypothecation that we just talked about. So are, are they putting together, and I don't follow you know, Wall Street daily with this stuff, are they putting together like funds to buy various cryptocurrencies and stuff? Well, yes. So in addition to what wow. Act announced, which is physically settled Bitcoin futures, so that's indeed now Wall Street in, interacting with Bitcoin itself, um, there, there are now a number of um, applications in front of the SEC to approve Bitcoin ETFs, um, one of which would also be physically settled. Most of these are going to be cash settled. You know, frankly, if, if, uh, if, if somebody wants to go make cash settled bets on Bitcoin, you know, there are plenty of other ways to do that. And it's not going to have as big a, an impact on the underlying Bitcoin as when Wall Street starts playing with the physical Bitcoin so far, nothing's been approved, but it's coming. And uh, the announcement, I think, is, is, is one of the reasons why the price dropped below 7000 and we haven't seen it go back up since. Wow, that's awesome. All right, the article is um, Two Wall Street Terms Every Bitcoin Trader Needs to Learn uh, from Caitlin Long, uh, contributor for Forbes. What I'm going to do, Caitlin, is go ahead and post this on social media so people can read it and understand themselves. That sounds great. Nice Uh, talking to you this morning. It was great to speak with you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a good day. A lot of information, Doc. A lot of information that we don't know. Right. I mean, you're figuring this stuff out. You know, it's interesting. I didn't realize Wall Street was doing that. Yeah. I knew they had been buying it up and stuff, some of these cryptocurrencies. Um, And I don't know if they thought they were going to be whales where you buy a bunch the price goes up, everyone starts, you know, jumping on board and then it goes up more and they sell. I, I knew some of that was going to go on, but I hadn't thought about it like this. What wall street, let me see if I can put it into a term and or an idea or a concept mm-hmm. we can probably more easily understand of what they're doing with this based on what she said. And then I think it'll draw a logical conclusion. This essentially is like JC Penney's Sears, uh, Kmart, Walmart, Target, all getting together and going, you know, this Amazon thing, buying online, hmm, this is going to be trouble for us. It's going to be trouble, right? We're brick and mortar stores, mm-hmm. right? Back in the day, we're brick and mortar. It's buying online thing. We got to nip this. 
Now, most of us at that point would say, how can we start using the technology and evolve? Yes. They said, it'd be like them saying, we got to nip it. We got to shut this thing down. This is going to kill us, right? Because we got this shady deal going. We're the middleman, all this stuff. Great. And then saying, what we'll do is we'll set it up where, where you could still go out and buy on Amazon, but we'll tell people who shop with us, hey, yeah, you can buy stuff online cheaper through us. Mm. Right? No yeah. one's doing that. I yeah. mean, yes, Walmart and others have said, hey, you can shop online, but it's the same benefits as mm-hmm. buying through Amazon or someplace else. They, they have evolved part of their business. What Wall Street is saying, no, no, you can buy Bitcoin through us. You can buy it and put it into funds where you buy a little Bitcoin, a little Ethereum, a little Litecoin, whatever, through us. What's going to happen is a lot of people investing on Wall Street are older. Yes. Okay. Younger people are day traders, whatever, and there's risk. Avoiding all of that discussion, people at some point are going to say, mine is by myself. Yeah. And I can buy whatever percentage I want. Yep. Wall Street is trying to hang on to something. They're trying to tame a beast they're not going to be able to instead of saying, how can we ride that and be successful? It's going to be bad for them. And the worst they, the, the more they try to control it, the more painful it's going to be. Just figure it out. Figure out how you can make some money. That's it. But don't manipulate it like this. The community is going to come back and bite you. That's what's yeah. coming. Quick break. Back with more in a minute. It's not sugarcoated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, we got an uh, Asia Argento uh, update as well. Oh, please give me an update. What this, we thing, this thing's coming on, uh, pretty fast as well, yes. Last, where did we leave our hero? When last we left Asia Argento, she was diddling a 17-year-old boy. There we go. Allegedly. There we go. Okay, no, so uh, the update was she came out, this was yesterday, and vehemently denied it. Yes. Okay, absolutely, this did not happen, 17-year-old yes. boy. And then we had uh, people like Rose McGowan and others going, oh, this is heart-wrenching, but, you know, um, let's just wait till the facts come out, yes. even though all women are supposed to be yes. believed or whatever. Okay. And then um, I saw one from Mia Servino, the actress hmm. who was in, uh, I don't remember what movie she was in, hmm. Mighty Aphrodite, was that the one? Sure. Anyway. <clears throat> and she actually gave a really nice and reasonable comment on it. Okay. Uh, she's like, well, you know, basically what we've said, you know, you got to wait to find out this stuff. But she said, if it is true, this is not acceptable, so on and so forth, Good. which is pretty rare for people mm-hmm. on the left. So I gave her credit mm-hmm. on social media last night. But now the update. OK. Uh, even though she has vehemently denied this stuff, TMZ mm-hmm. oh, yes. has some photos. Yes. Some social media posts and comments. Chris, this is probably the most damning photo of her and the boy um, in bed together. Yes. It's a social media selfie. They are at least naked from the chest up. Yes. Just above her breasticles. Yes. You can't see that. But they obviously don't have a shirt on. No. And they're laying in bed. Her yes. head is against his. It looks like morning, like they're all cuddled mm-hmm. up. 
Does that mean they have had sex? No. But. They probably had sex. I can't imagine that would be out there unless that was whatever. It looks very damning. I know these are all allegations, Doc. But out of all the allegations we had, including Harvey Weinstein, blah, blah, Mm. blah. Isn't this more of a smoking gun than what we had of everybody else? Wow. You're right. Nobody else we even had this. We have had no pictures of Harvey Harvey Weinstein behind a bush. That's right. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Why is that plant moving? Yes, we have recording, audio recording of Harvey Weinstein talking to to one of the the, uh, the, uh, accusers, but we don't have pictures. No, nothing like, and even that recording... uh, by the way, did we ever ask what type of plant that was he was hiding behind? A hibiscus. Because it had to be a pretty damn big plant. Be. Otherwise, he wasn't really hiding very much. I don't much. think it was He's a plant. A it was like guy. a shrub. It was going to have to be like, like, a, like a hedge or something. What are you? <laughs> you know those big old hedges you put like yeah. in, in a comp- uh, apartment complexes? Yeah. yeah, it's one of those. Something like that. I'm like, because Harvey, that's doing nothing, man. We completely see you. The hibiscus we is not hiding you. We absolutely see you. <laughs> that cactus? No, it's not working out for Ow! you. <laughs> Yeah, but, you do not want to pleasure yourself behind a cactus. No, That's not, going to be no. bad for but everybody. I, but I, I'm I'm here going from memory. I don't think we had this uh, much of information. It's pretty Even damning. the texting. Did you see the text? Now, I this, did want to These the were text. texts supposedly between Asia and a friend of yes. hers. Um, by the way, this does not mean it's legit either. No. Because someone could have just... Someone could have put this on Reddit as yes. a 4chan to screw around or mm-hmm. something. But I'll read one of them. Uh, from Asia to a friend, I had sex with him. It felt weird. I didn't know he was a minor until the shakedown letter. The public knows nothing, only what the New York Times wrote, which is one-sided, the shakedown letter. The horny kid jumped me. The friend responds, what's up with the photo taken in bed? I think that's one that will be harder to cushion images are annoyingly assumption nation asia responds you can see my breast but Nicole. tease that's all it doesn't mean s he is standing up hmm. that picture does not look like he's standing up so you didn't have sex with him but he at least saw your breasts yes i mean you know what? It's been my experience in life. Not a lot of women are showing me their breasts voluntarily no. unless we're having sex. Yes. And quite often that's not voluntarily. No. It's a part of a you know a marriage deal. license and the, the package deal. Right. Seriously, Chris, how many women are showing you their breasts outside of like New Orleans on Mardi Gras? None. That's what I'm saying. None. That's a pretty big indicator yes. something was going on. Yes. Um, so anyways, this looks really bad. Again, the allegations still unproven. But this does poke at least a little bit of a hole in her defense thus far. Am I right? Front hole or back hole? Uh, it pokes a front hole. Okay. okay. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. The latest on the Manafort and Cohen front. Okay. Manafort and Cohen. All right. Big happenings and going ons. Now, we laid it all out for you yesterday. Yes. Manafort convicted on eight charges, eight counts, and uh, bad fraud, tax evasion type stuff. All bad. 
really doesn't mean anything when it comes no. to the president, other than he worked for it. Cohen, a little bit worse because it uh, did have to do with the campaign. Yes. Again, not a smoking gun for the president. Doesn't mean the president did anything wrong, nor does it prove anything about Russian collusion. Nothing with those things. But I had a thought about this. Is it possible that Cohen admitted guilt, pleaded guilty anyways, mm-hmm. in order to benefit the president? I don't know. I don't think so. Is it possible? Because everyone's like, oh, White House pissed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's known the president that long. And yeah, lawyers are usually pretty shady in my Come experience. On, Come so on. So he's going to cover his own ass first. Yes. But... Would he be willing to do this because it it benefits the president by him claiming guilt? I don't know. And saying the president was revol- uh, um, removed somehow? Mm-hmm. Still seems unlikely, but yeah. I wonder if there's an angle in there. There could be. But regardless. Okay. Doesn't have to do with the president. Doesn't prove any of this stuff. President may be guilty of that and much more. Mm-hmm. We don't know. That's all that's out there. But of course, everybody's making this out too. And I mean, everybody in the left and media that, yep, look at this. Look how corrupt the president is. No, we don't know. Doesn't have anything to do with it. Look how corrupt he is. No, it's campaign violations. See that? Well, as I laid out yesterday, there's all kinds of campaign violations. One of the biggest fines from the FTC was against uh, President Clinton and Al Gore and the DNC Mm -hmm. for the 96 campaign. During that same campaign, um, you also had, uh, I think it was 96, yeah, Bob Dole. Yeah. Bob Dole, also the Republican nominee, also a $100,000 campaign fine. Yeah. President Obama, one of the biggest ones in history, 350 some thousand dollars and he's had multiple as well. But the difference everyone goes there's a difference though. All of those or most of those were just little filing mistakes. Okay. Still a violation. It's still a violation. And what is this? <laughs> okay. Oh, because they were trying to pay someone off to stay quiet. Uh wait a minute. Obama, Clinton, Bush, Bush, Reagan they weren't hoping certain people stayed quiet. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. When Obama announced his candidacy. What happened? A month or so before he announced. And you, you know the story I'm yeah. saying? Uh, somebody ended up in Cambridge. <gasps> somebody, not the president, not, not then Senator Obama. Somebody went to Cambridge and paid off his, what was it, 20 or 30 parking tickets. Why Cambridge? Because that's where he went to school. Oh. So he had racked up whatever it was, 15, 30. It was was a dozen or so, a couple dozen parking tickets. In other words, they wanted that to go away and not be an issue ever. So let's let's go ahead and take care of all this stuff. Because what would have happened was you'd get two months of the campaign and go, ah, candidate Obama never paid these parking tickets. And it never really became a story. Of course, campaigns do that. I don't think it's right. But if you're going to call him out for this, then let's call everybody out for doing it. And by the way, President uh, Obama's $350,000 whatever dollar fine wasn't just for a filing error. What was it? It was a filing error that they were warned to clean up certain pieces of it. Ah. It had to do with contributions from foreign entities. It's not just, and some of these other ones did too. I believe the 96 Clinton Gore had to do with uh, foreign uh, in, um, 
donors as well. There was a huge problem with Obama in the he had a surge in foreign donors, small amount foreign donors that they couldn't easily track. Well, guess what? That shady is all get out. We don't know. Was it was it Putin mm. who donated, you know, and had worker bees in Russia take Russian money or his money and donate 50,000 do- times at, you know, 20 bucks each? Mm. You could do that. Yeah. That's the reason foreign donors are so in, uh, and monitoring them are so important because it gets to foreign influence on our elections. So the same people that are out, ah, Russian influence. Yeah, what about Obama and Bush and everybody and their foreign influence? Obama had a record number, if I remember right, of small foreign donors. Well, his fine had to do with foreign donors. And when he didn't file, because there's a filing error if it's within 48 hours of an election or something like this, but he was warned about it. And then given a certain amount of time to make certain things right, not just the filing, but tell who certain donors were, and I think make restitution on some of the failures, Mm. like give some money back and stuff. Yeah. And they didn't do it. Obama for America didn't do it. Hmm. They gave him a deadline. They didn't do it. So they had certain violations, and then they gave him time to clean up their mess, and they didn't come back and do it. In fact, it was described as dragging their feet, which means... Why would you drag your feet in a scenario like that? Just waiting. Yeah, but there has to be a motivation behind it. Mm. Your motivations are going to be limited in some Holy moly, FEC violation. And the guy's the president. Because this was unfolding as he was president. Some of this during his first term was unfolding because it had to do with the 2008 election. So if you're dragging your feet on something like this and wind gets out, the word gets out, you know, people get wind of it. You are going to look bad. It's going to be bad politically for you. And remember, he has an, a, um, another election, right? He has the, the 2012. Mm-hmm. So if you're dragging your feet, there has to be a motivation that warrants you taunting the F- FEC. In other words, wouldn't you just go, oh, FEC, do, done it, done, done file, go, go, go get go, it done. Go. Yeah. Make it go away. They went to Cambridge and paid off a dozen uh, parking tickets. Yeah. Take care of it before it becomes an issue. Yes. Why didn't they? The motivation could be as simple as we don't know how to get this information or how to do this. Mm. That doesn't seem likely. You hire people, you just get it done. It's more likely they they couldn't or wouldn't for some other reason. If you're not paying people back, you don't have the money. Why don't you have the money? You got a, you got a campaign fund still. You didn't spend it all. You don't want to give it back? Maybe, but you know you're going to have to anyway. They don't know who to give it back to. Ah, foreign people, small amounts. Or we don't want it to come out who really is behind some of this stuff. There's got to be a shady reason why they didn't do it. But regardless, still huge. $350-some-thousand-dollar fine. And it's not just, oh, he didn't file a form. It's not like that. And the same thing with 96 and Clinton and Gore. Al Gore at the time, there was a question of a hundred, they did a bunch of shady stuff, but one of them was a hundred thousand dollars for him to make an appearance at a Hindu, Hindu or Buddhist, Buddhist shrine, I think. What? Buddha? He got a hundred, it was in Los Angeles. I want to say it was a Buddhist shrine. Anyways, 
they paid him a hundred thousand dollar campaign donation to make an appearance at some Buddhist temple or shrine in Los Angeles. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, no, it's not a campaign donation. We're paying him to, I mean, come on guys. There are limits to those yeah. amounts of money or whatever. So if you're serious about Russian influence and uh, colluding in order to influence our elections, then you've got to get serious about all this stuff as well. Now, there's a senator from Hawaii, Maisie Hirano. She was on with Wolf Blitzer and explained what Manafort and Cohen mean to her. What's going to happen now? Okay. Because it's a big issue. Okay. Right? What's going on with this? Here's Wolf Blitzer asking Senator Hirano that question. Listen. You announced pretty dramatically today you're actually canceling your scheduled meeting with the U.S. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, Tell us why. The president is an unindicted co-conspirator, and I do not owe this president the courtesy to meet with his nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, who, by the way, is being nominated uh, because the president expects uh, Justice Kavanaugh. Hold it right there. Hold it right there one second. So she's not going to meet with Kavanaugh now because of Manafort and Cohen. It's your job. This is part of your job. Uh, Excuse me. She doesn't owe him anything. No, you're right. She does not owe him anything. She owes her people that she represent in the state of Hawaii to talk to this judge. Uh, I've got one response because you're you're obviously missing that. I, I guess I am. Manafort and Cohen. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Kevin. Uh, he, the president is an unindicted co-conspirator yes. with Manafort and Cohen. Okay, I'll give you that. But it has nothing to do with a judge. Your job is to talk to this judge to see if you're going to vote yes or no or ask him whatever you want to ask him so you can... Put him on the mm-hmm. bench or not put him on the bench. Uh, I think you're missing something else. Okay, what am I missing? He's an unindicted co-conspirator. Co- co-conspirator. The judge? The president. I- which, would, which would clearly exclude him from being president. He should, that's an impeachable offense. And if he's not president or he never would have played these shady ass games, then we wouldn't have had... Um, we wouldn't have had him in the position to appoint Kavanaugh anyway. Okay, I'll give you that. But guess what? And, he is- and Neil Gorsuch, gone. So we got to get rid of Gorsuch, too, while we're at it. Okay, I'll give you that. So but there it is. Guess what? She doesn't owe him anything. He is president, and you might not agree with him. He, might, he might be your president. He's still the president. It doesn't say president of the right side of He's the He's an political. illegitimate president. No, no. Yes. No. Because he wouldn't have been elected if they hadn't paid that bro- those broads off. No, you you cannot say that because then then you need to drop the whole collusion with Russia. I'm sorry. Then you need to drop the whole collusion with Russia. Because aren't you he saying he wouldn't have that- been president if he hadn't colluded with Russia too? There, no, nope, no, nope, can't meet with Kavanaugh. Can't meet with him. Manafort, Cohen, Russian then collusion. It still goes back to my original TV post. tape. He is still your president. Yeah, illegal. He's an illegitimate and illegal president. Unbelievable. He he is occupying the White House. It it's, it's it was a hostile takeover. Is really was what it, it was. It was. So those all those people that yep. voted for him hostilely gave him that office. Did they really vote for him? Did they really, Chris? Yes, Doc. Did yes. they? Are you sure? How do we Russian bots? How do we know? Yeah, the Russian bots. All they did was hacking the voting booths. How do we know? Did anybody out there really believe that he was going to be president? No. Most people did not. No. And there he was. You think that many people got it wrong? Russian bots hacking the voting booth. 
Yep, they did it. Got it, it done, Chris. There it, it is. Nothing. It's, it's like we watch those returns come in in Florida, and everyone's like, "Yeah, Florida's." Oh my gosh. Oh wow, that's it's just one red. Pennsylvania, <gasps> Wisconsin. One red. Oh my gosh, one red. <clears throat> that doesn't just happen without Russians being involved. Unbelievable. So and 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 illegitimate, illegitimate president. It's, it's you funny. know why? Why? Did he win the popular vote? No, he that, didn't. what's that? He did not win the popular. That's vote. right. He he's the electoral college's pick, which is the official one that we use to elect our president. I mean. Okay, technically, yes. Okay, so technically... But technically, the people didn't want him. No. So you, you believe in this antiquated and outdated system where the yes. people do not get their, their voice heard? No, people get their voice heard. I don't think they get it heard. You and don't the think voice so? is not heard. Oh, yes. They, Ooh, the people. No. That's what it's like right now because no. you believe in this electoral college. And where is this college anyways? Where is this college, Chris? And where is their campus? Uh, it's an online campus. Huh? Online campus. It's an online campus, and we know how online can be hacked. Hmm. Do they have a Do they have a dean of this electoral college? Yeah, probably. Is there a board of regents of this electoral college? Probably. Where is this? You believe in this antiquated, outdated system because you're a white supremacist, and your toxic masculinity is shining through yet again. Therefore, no meeting with Kavanaugh. Unbelievable how these persons will say, no, I'm not going to do my job, and I'm going to keep my job. <clears throat> See, they won't meet with uh, Manafort and Cohen because no. of Kavanaugh. I mean, it won't no, meet with yes. Kavanaugh because of Manafort and Cohen. Yes. Were they going to meet with Kavanaugh anyway? No, they were not. No, they were not. <laughs> Stop using this as an excuse. This, this was like this a gift. Excuse this ever. was a gift for you to use as an excuse. All right, guys. Come on now. Come on, staff. We I hired excuse. you. We're here in our Senate office. We need a reason why I can't. You guys are. I've hired you because you're spin doctors. Why can't I meet with Kavanaugh? Spin, Let me spin, think. Spin. Hang on. Hang on. Think. Come on. Give me what any, if uh, you're sick? Mas masculine. Uh, masculine. Uh, toxic, toxic masculinity. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Can you use that? Now we're using that on that uh, dead girl in Iowa. Come on. Uh, um, undocumented workers. Can we use something with that? Yeah. We've really gone to that well about the rapist. We know that's not true. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. What's that breaking news? Cohen's pleading guilty. Oh, there it is. Oh, done. Spin it. Spin done. it. Done. Because listen, Maisie Hirano, oh. the senator from Hawaii. The one that didn't know about the ice. She, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> what was her, what was her full thing? Uh, uh, if, if your kids, would you let your uh, kids go into a camp, uh, the ice camps? That's right. That's right. That was, uh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> if not for Manafort and Cohen, she would be meeting with Kavanaugh today. She was likely going to vote for him. I think she was going to say to her fellow senators, there. come on, guys. We you have to come to, together. Come on, Bernie. Come on now. It's our job. Advise, consent the president, and then uh, confirm. That's We got to Come on. Let's, let's get this done, right? Who's with me? Chuck Schumer. You ready? Mm. Uh, come mm. on. Let's go. Mm. Nobody behind me. I think she was going to lead the charge. She's going to the charge. Then she saw Manafort Cohen, and she's uh, got to be out then, you know. I tried. <clears throat> I tried. <clears throat> Have you ever been in a, an argument, disagreement with like a spouse, a girlfriend, a wife or something, and they bring up something that is an absolute disconnect, a non sequitur from like four years ago? Yep. When you're like, listen, why... Are, I'm really upset about this. You spent a bunch of money. It's like $600 we don't have on something we don't need. And they're like, 
No, I don't know why you're yelling at me. But listen, because we don't have the money. It's $600 or whatever. Okay, mayonnaise. <laughs> what? You left the mayonnaise out three years ago. Do you remember? Yes, we argued yes. about it then. Yes. I haven't. Uh, I remember. Ma- how is this about mayonnaise? You six hundred dollars. You just spent. Oh, sure. You're gonna get bitch about that. But what about leaving the mayonnaise out? This. What are you talking? This has nothing to do with it. This is what's going on with Maisie Hirano. That's what it is. Manafort and Cohen. Sorry, can't, can't meet with Kavanaugh. Sorry, he's unfit. They were not going to support him whatsoever. They were looking for more, and they they got to find some more too. Oh yeah, they're going to need some more. Oh yeah. So they, in yeah. the next couple of weeks. Watch, we will end up showing you more of the crazy excuses of why they cannot support Kavanaugh. Because the Roe v. Wade thing is not holding. Oh, no, no. They thought that Mm-mm. was the, the, the nuclear pinch. bomb yep. in case of emergency, break yep. glass. That's going to shut yep. it down. It has not. Nope. So now they need more. Oh, the, oh uh, also, it's, um, hey, we've got to delay until after the election. That's Remember, not Mitch either. McConnell said that that's not holding either. No. They're trying, but it's not working. Hey, almost forgot to tell you about uh, Minostalgia Wild Rice. They have a great deal right now that I got to share with you. They have a, uh, a plan that you could try a bunch of their different uh, sampler packs and get 10% off, which is nice because you get to find out exactly what you like, try a bunch of different things. Because sometimes you're like, yeah, I think I'm probably going to like that, but what if I don't? This is an opportunity for you to try it and you get a discount. You get 10% off and all you have to do is use the promo code TRY10 when you go to blazewildrice.com. Blazewildrice.com. It's fantastic. It's naturally gluten-free. It's almost a complete, a complete protein, so it's uber healthy for your family. You can make the waffles from the mix that they make from the ground uh, wild rice. But they've got all the other stuff, the whips, honeys, the jellies, the jams. Um, they've got the soup mixes. Uh, The breakfast cereals, they have an entire line, so many different products. The maple syrups, they've got the syrups as well. Yes, they do. Love the syrups. But I'm still the We don't talk about those much, but I love the syrups too. Because they got some of the flavored ones Mm -hmm. in that. Awesome. Go to blazewildrice.com, blazewildrice.com. And don't forget the promo code TRY10 if you want 10% off of the sampler packs. Oh, by the way, real quick, before you get a break in, Mm -hmm. Cohen's got a GoFundMe page. It's over $100,000. Cohen, the lawyer who just bought an apartment in Manhattan for, I think, $14 million. Wow. He needs your $100,000 just to help him out of this bind. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned from WJL's... I'm sorry, can I... Don't worry about it. I know it's embarrassing. Don't worry about it. I'm I'll, really, I'm really bothered. I'll edit all this. Out. Okay. Three, two, one. We learned from WJLA in Washington, D.C. Republicans killed Molly Tibbetts. Yes, yes, yes. We yes. learned from Simone Sanders that toxic masculinity killed Molly Tibbetts. Yes, yes, yes. We learned from Elizabeth Warren that Trump's separation policies killed Molly Tibbetts. Wow, you nailed it. Right? Nailed it. Now we know who's in. Yes. We learned that if you're worried about Russian interference in our elections, but give non-citizens the right to vote, 
You're doing it wrong. Very wrong. Mm-hmm. Finally, we learned that Maisie Hirano yesterday was president of the Brett Kavanaugh fan club until the Manafort convictions. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew that was so powerful? Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? Don't worry, Doc. Do not worry because I won't kill anybody because I suffer from non-toxic masculinity. Uh, no, you suck, suffer from non-masculinity. You're still toxic. The toxic I'm part still is toxic? still toxic. Absolutely, just not toxic masculinity. Uh, you're you're kind of a toxic feminine femininity. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Gotcha. And uh, just to let you guys out know out there, if you're a guy and you walk into your bathroom and you see a little mint with dates on it, it's probably not. Do mint. not take that. Yeah, don't They're do not that. mints. Don't do that. They're yeah. not mints. Mm-hmm. And finally, can someone just sue me or do something to me? Because I need a GoFundMe page. Kirk Jones, spin of the dials, radio style, Dallas, Texas. Morning. What, if anything, did you learn today? Chrissy Zone, helping men get in touch with their feminine side, one pedicure <laughs> at a time. That's my product. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did the listeners learn today? Uh, Dynamite saying, now there's a front hole, there's a back hole. Where the hell do you put the jack holes? Um, I think it. I think it's fluid. Okay. Yeah, it's jack hole fluid. You may tell people that you're jack hole fluid. Okay. I like that. I like that. Laura D saying, hey, look, it's the We Didn't Land on the Moon Hour with Doc Thompson, a lawyer covering for someone else. Wait, which one? Which pe- what was that in reference to? I have no idea. Hmm. Mordecai pulled that one, so. Yeah, maybe tell us what hour that was. Thank you. Educated uh, saying, what I learned today, manicures, pedicures, eyebrows, makeup, $6 haircuts, loose nuts. What more <laughs> estrogen possible can do to Chris? Estrogen uh, will loosen your nuts. <laughs> um, oh, Michael, with a good point. I'm surprised Glenn didn't, didn't run into the studio and commandeer the mic when the word rehypothecation was mentioned. Rehypothecation. Yes. Um, you know, it was like shave and a haircut. Yes. I think he was probably en route. Yes. He couldn't get out. He's no. like, I'm just going to jump out and run. I'll run. I'll. Civil English say no bell for you. Got a Puerto Rican banana in there. Late bell. And the C42 finally saying, technically the front hole is in the middle hole. Think about it. Okay, okay. You know, and as you say that, I also realize I forgot the new numbers on procrastination. Uh, yeah, we'll do them tomorrow. What else do we have coming up tomorrow? Uh, Friday leftover and beer talk. What is Glenn Beck uh, going to talk about on his program this morning? A lot of topics that concern conservatives. Conservatives, okay. And what is he wearing today? Toxic masculinity. Is it all over him? All over it. He's covered dripping. He just went from head to toe into uh, the toxic masculinity. Mm. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you are. Anyang, now you go it's home. It's disgusting. Look at him. Nailed it. Nailed it, Glenn. You got it. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.